now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends with the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bitch. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get it on the road. Hey. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuperFlex.com. BWB, what's up? Welcome to the 2016 One Nation Radio Awards. We are finally here. James, what's going on, man? Yeah! <laughs> now, no, no response, not answering nothing. Just, yeah, we here. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we're peeking like Alex out here. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys know what it is if you've been uh, followers of the show. Uh, if you have not been followers of the show, you're new. At the end of every year, uh, we've done this, you know, since we first started the podcast. We get together and we we shoot on the year, <laughs> so to say. But, uh, I think we, this is the fifth annual, maybe. Yeah, this is our fifth annual uh, One Nation Radio Awards show. Basically, we come up with categories and we've got... Um, nominees, and we actually did our elimination show a couple weeks ago to give you guys a, a chance to hear the folks that won't make it, and for us to give them their due. We also put out a survey that um, a lot of you guys responded to uh, for these awards, so I just want to thank everyone that filled out a survey. And those that filled it out more than once as well. Yeah, y'all too. Y'all think y'all slick. We know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you entered your email in there, I can tell who you voted for. Hmm. Might <laughs> have to not, reveal some of these votes. It's not anonymous. It, I made it optional. You know, I, you know, that was to, you know, you know. So if if you want to leave your email, cool. If not, you know, whatever. But um, before we get into the awards. Be like, who the fuck voted Braun Strowman in-ring performer of the year? <laughs> who would good, do such look, a thing? Look, good thing I didn't put it in no writing category. Oh, my God. Dude would have wrote in some dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before we get into the awards, though, James, uh, I just want to ask you, what when the, when the year 2016, is, when we're thinking about that year, what will, we, what will you remember the most about this year? Jeez. Uh, I probably will think of the brand splits. I will um, probably think of lackluster... Uh, WrestleMania in uh, SummerSlam main events. And I'll probably think of um, AJ Styles. Right. Yeah. I, I would think of an absurdly good year between, you know, the ropes, uh, the quality of wrestling, the storylines, not so much. Uh, I'm definitely going to think about The Miz and him setting fire to Daniel Bryan, um, oh which we'll get to later. I'll probably also think, like, wow, like, there's no no baby faces worth a damn. None. Yeah, that also. Um, but, yeah, I guess, like, that's a, that's a good way to, like, just jump into um, our awards. So, uh, <clears throat> first award is the Ric Flair Wrestler of the Year. It's basically the overall embodiment of a great pro wrestler. Um, from the look to the talking to the 
just everything you think uh, a great wrestler would be and kind of what Ric Flair represents, like everything that's the pageantry about about being a great wrestler. Um, this year's nominees uh, were AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and The Miz. Now, in our fan vote, um, AJ Styles ran away with it uh, with 77% of the overall voting. Um, and the next, let's just say he beat the second place guy by a whopping over 80 votes. Wow. Yeah. So who, uh, who finished second? Like, just like who finished second and third? The Miz. Was second? Yep. The Miz was second. Okay. And, uh, and the tie for third was Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. <laughs> Shockingly. And Roman Reigns. Zero votes. Zero. Well, I mean, he was on the. He almost got cut when we first did it. So yeah. So uh, I, I'm gonna agree. Um, AJ Styles in my my book was the Ric Flair wrestler, wrestler of the year, the yeah, MVP yeah. of 2016. I mean, he fell out the sky at the Royal Rumble, and I sh- I like shuddered to think like what the hell WWE would have been this year had it not been for him showing up. Honestly, man, like it was it was at that point where he was like, yeah, he seems like like the clear choice. It was before it was even WrestleMania season. Like before it was even WrestleMania, it was like, yeah, he seems like he's like. Like, if you, if you got the rest of me, you're like, yeah, he was the guy at that point, too, even though he had missed, like, a month, mm-hmm. you know, because he was he didn't get there to the World Rumble. And then by the time we had got, like, past the, the Roman Reigns stuff, we were like, yeah, like, I don't know what would happen for him to lose it. And then he just, <laughs> and then he just kept, after that, he had just kept going. Like, even until, like, the last, some, or Survivor, not Survivor. Until the, the last, last show of the year. year. Yeah, man, like, it's, it's nuts. Like, that you're dude, talking yeah. about a walking four-star match on pay-per-view. Saving main events, like he pretty much he got to work with Roman Reigns and make him look like a great champion. Yep. Um, he, he got to do the whole thing with Cena. You know, he got the Jericho run. He got you know the whole Ambrose thing, and you know even with the albatross of James Ellsworth, he, he got, was able he, to keep it afloat. He got what you can probably say is actually like the only good feud that Jericho had this year. Yeah, like considering how great of year Jericho had, like. The well, Ambrose when, thing when, was when it ring when the bell rings with Jericho, we're in trouble. Well, I wouldn't say that. I would just say that he really like his character work was fantastic, um, and the st- some of the stuff he did was good. Like for example, some of the matches he had with Reigns, some of the matches he had with Rollins, like almost every every match pretty much he had with AJ. Like I mean, he had moments there. Just he wasn't like. It was 2013. That's right. Um, with with AJ um, coming over from New Japan, um, walking into WWE this year, I never knew it would go so well for him. I knew he had the talent. I knew, you know, he was blessed between the ropes. But it was like, man, are they really going to let this dude, like, you know, do this? Like, yeah, we'll let him do it as long as we can send his ass on to, to the B show. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, it's so funny. Look, what B-show? SmackDown's <laughs> out drawing Raw now. And that's I mean, another feather I mean, in the cap of AJ Styles. I mean, it only, it only took uh, Raw to have an absolute crap show. Yeah. And SmackDown to have three title matches and a John Cena appearance where, where that happened. But hey, yeah, I mean, sure. Uh, I think it's funny you were talking about you weren't sure I was going to go. I mean, we weren't really sure I was going to go even while he was out here dominating. Because, you know, we got to the point to where after, like, the Reigns thing, or the Intel into the Reigns feud, we're like... Bro, like, 
They're about to have that man go out here with Lucina. He's about to get fucking buried. He's going to beat the hell out of that man. Luckily, yep. they didn't. But like, I remember like, I was fucking furious they turned him heel. They're like, they're beat. Yeah. It's like, what, what are you doing? Like, you have no other faces. What are you doing? Like, yep. And sure enough, that was a mistake. I mean, for the show, for SmackDown, yeah, that's cool. But, like, you look at what happened now, and they might have been better off keeping it, making it a, keeping it as a face versus face thing. Yeah. But, um, whatever. Yeah, AJ Styles runs away with this one. Clearly, any yeah. dispute on this one, James? No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know people that's out here voting for uh, all the people that, you know, the, the uh, people that voted for other people. Like, what? Like, what made them not think it was AJ? I would like that's what I want right. to know. Uh, the only thing I can think of is Miz just being like just such a great character, but you know, almost, I felt like I felt like Styles' wrestling was was that much ahead of Miz's, and his character was close enough. Because it was almost like you know what it almost reminds me of, like seeing other people, like dissenting voters. It's almost like 2013 LeBron or 2001 Shaq or like one of those years of Lewin. Like there's only like <laughs> when, when, when Michael Jordan was like like he's like except for one vote, like uh, not for one one rogue voter, they would have been unanimous MVPs. Right. It's like I like to know who these assholes are. I, right. I, we need to know their names. All right, and, um, you know I do have access to su- such information, so I might just come back later and, and reveal the names, you know, of, the, of these fools who uh, yeah. voted for the Miz. Yeah, which one of you out here voted for Carmelo for MVP or LeBron? <laughs> <laughs> which, one of, which, which one of you did? Which one of you so and so did such a thing? Oh man! Uh, up next, uh, we had the Shawn Michaels In Ring Performer of the Year Award. Hmm. The okay. who's the best performer, bell to bell, in WWE? Um, our nominees, it'll sound kind of familiar, uh, AJ Styles, mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Charlotte. Okay. And winning with 86% of the vote. <laughs> he's, even more, he's even more dominant than this one. That's funny. AJ Styles, once again. Uh, now, now, for those of you have, that have not fo- followed this show um, from year to year, Last year was the first time we ever crowned the in-ring performer of the year and the Ric Flair wrestler of the year as the same guy. Yeah. And that was John Cena last year. Yeah. Every year, it would seem like it would be backwards. Whoever, like, was kind of like the big guy, he wasn't quite the in-ring performer of the year. It was yeah. like Daniel Bryan and CM Punk swapped around they, for a yeah, couple Yeah, 2012, years. CM Punk was, um, was wrestler of the year and, and Bryan was in-ring performer. And then 13, that was flip-flops. Yeah. And then 14... I remember, like, yeah, it was like Seth's. It was Seth's year until he blew his knee out. Um, mm-hmm. I think Seth might still have even won in ring performer of the year. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who won. Uh, I don't remember who won uh, performer of, or the wrestler of the year fourteen. I don't. I don't either. Might, it, we'll have to go it, back and check. Yeah, I have to go back and check. I mean, he lost basically the last two months, but he was just so far ahead. Even if he was having like crap, even if he was a crap champion, because yeah. they made him a crap champion, but whatever. Um, we had, um, so yes, it, speaking to AJ Styles' dominance for in-ring performer of the year, this is the second consecutive year a guy is going to have both awards, uh, which mm-hmm. for a while I thought was never going to happen. Um, he beat the second place person by 103 votes. Wow. Okay, so who finished second and third? Okay, so second place was Sami Zayn, third place was Kevin Owens. Makes sense. So, um, AJ Styles, like I said, he's a walking four-star match on pay-per-view. He did it with Roman Reigns, Jericho, John Cena, Miz, Miz Ziggler, 
Dean Ambrose. Couples. He had one match with Zayn that was four stars on Raw. On a Raw that I watched. Was he had Baron Corbin look incredible the other night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we El, we saw yeah, this guy. He bumping his ass off for Ellsworth. Yes, we saw this guy do a springboard 450 through off to the outside of the ring through a table. Yeah, uh, just just for funsies. We he saw had Roman Str- Reigns looking like a monster. He had Strowman almost kill him at some at Survivor Series. Yes, like yeah, if he's money dropped on his head, if not for the fact <laughs> that AJ can literally he can do this. Yeah, like. Baron Corbin almost cost him a title for missing a, a, uh, a breakup of a pin. <laughs> and Ziggler was almost our champion on Tuesday. Uh, let's see. When he, when Elder pushed him off the ladder in that, in that uh, basically, essentially a handicap ladder match, like, he could have died then and he grabbed onto the rope. Like, the dude's a bump master. Right. They, I, I think this is also an underrated part. When he first came into WWE, there was a lot of like speculation: would he hold up because he was coming off that major back. back injury? Yeah, and that was so bad that they were like, we don't know if he can do the whole Russell Kingdom thing um, against Nakamura. And then they they sold it early in that match as part of the storyline of, of the fight. Ball the fuck out at Russell Kingdom. I, I, I think we can count that as part of AJ's in ring performance. You don't this need year. to. You don't need to. <laughs> yeah, even just, without it. The story like, could, could this dude even hold up because? Like, there was so much talk about how bad his back was beginning of this year, or going in, going in, or from last year going into this year, and then here we are. Right. And the he missed one. He missed basically two weeks of wrestling. <clears throat> yeah. And he and I believe he was still working indies. So yeah, that's right. Like he was still working indies. Like so he was probably taking taking it easy. But you know, at the same time, you got to fall at some point if you're his size. <laughs> um. Yeah, AJ Styles, unquestionably the Shawn Michaels in-ring performer of the year. So, yeah. shouts out to AJ Styles for taking home the big two. Dominant. Most yeah. dominant. I, I don't think seeing it like, you know, I didn't we didn't do like a, a percentage vote last year, but. It wouldn't have been this. It wouldn't have been this, like what, what Cena won by. Like, you can make. Last a, year. Yeah, like, I I mean, I have, to, I have to look into it more, but. Off the top of my head, like, the last time an American had this, like, kind of. Like a big match, like consistent big match performances was like oh, it was ninety six. And but like we're, we're, I've heard we're, people we're, argue with Styles. Yep, like it's nuts. It's like AJ Styles, two thousand sixteen, greater than Shawn Michaels ninety six. That's now that's that's like nuts. Like didn't even think about. Like everybody from that era had best matches with Shawn <laughs> in that back then. Either him or Brett. That's nuts. All right. Um, the next award is the newcomer of the year award. So. Um, <laughs> You know, this, you know, this is almost like the 2001, like the 2001 Ichiro year when he's like, he was rookie of the year and he also wins MVP. It's just it's getting nuts. Yeah, it's kind of like the Source Awards and the winner is. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, all right. The we winner is Snoop Doggy Dog and yeah. Dr. Dre. <laughs> yeah, like every time we come up here, this is, this is a new thing. Oh, we like, got another one and another one. Yeah, like, let's just go through. Like, who finished? The winner is Michael Jackson. Like, yeah, like who, came in, <laughs> who came in second? Let's do that. Who came in second? Third. Okay, so in this category, we cut it down. We we really oh, yeah, realized right. there was only two guys to speak of. Um, winning with ninety six percent of the vote. Goddamn. Um, AJ Styles once again the yeah. newcomer of the year in WWE, beating his competition by a whopping one hundred nineteen votes. Yeah, uh, the number two was Sami Zayn. Um, at that point, we f- didn't feel comfortable putting on um, a Bailey or a Nia Jax or any of the other women that got brought up because they, they just clearly Or Baron Corbin. Or Baron Corbin or Apollo Crews. They just weren't... There was nobody that made an impact besides him and Zayn this year, to be honest. That was a newcomer that came in this year. 
on the main roster. So we only felt comfortable there were only two options, and we put, put that forward. Yep. Um, I don't know what else more we can say about Styles that hasn't been said. But um, Sami Zayn, like, you know, he got – uh, uh, he was second in in-ring performer of the year and second, you know, to AJ again. Uh, Zane lost a lot of opportunity following uh, Clash of Champions. Yes. And <clears throat> one has to think, you know, going forward, Zane should be making a lot of noise in these categories in that in-ring performer of the year right. for years to come, you and know, with increased reps. I guess... Is it too early to already say that, like, he's going to be, like, this gen- – or not generation, but, like, this time frame, Ziggler, like, yeah, that guy, Ooh. that guy's going to be awesome. He'll never get a man- – he'll never get a singles match at WrestleMania. Oh, that is it too early? To call- is it it's too early. To call that? It's too early because he ha- he inherently has the Kevin Owens thing, which, which Ziggler never really, like, that's had. That's you know, true. his his guys were, like, Kofi Kingston. Like, those two, oh, that's true, they need right? to retire against each other. <laughs> I feel like we saw them boys wrestle so many times. Like, and I, and I'll take that back. Like, Ziggler has Miz now, but I don't know. Like, they can't just run that feud again. But they need to fight at WrestleMania one day. Maybe. So maybe, maybe get some of these you know guys out of the way. More yeah. Room at the top of the card. Yeah, which we'll get to. Get some of these, you know, get some of these, uh, some of the WCW out of the way. We'll be. We'll be <laughs> um. So. Uh, here's where it gets interesting. You know, we're you know we're we're away from the AJ Styles section for the okay. moment. Right. Uh, I'm sure we'll see him again later. But we are on our fourth award of the night. It is the Dusty Rhodes Promo Cutter of the Year Award. Now, yeah. this award is for your performance on the mic, whether you're drawing interest, whether you're killing someone else, whether you are you know just being generally entertaining with the mic. As Dusty Rose was yes. uh, being a promo cutter, Dusty had the ability to talk you into the building, had the yes. ability to make you cry. He yes. had the ability to make you reach out and feel what he was saying. You know, he spoke to the common man, James. And, you know, like, yeah, promo cutter of the year. Now, in the past, this award has been dominated by Paul Heyman. Yeah, more moves in a bowl of jello. Yeah. In the words of Dusty. Um, he, unfortunately, you know, with, with, you know, we wanted to give some other guys a shot at it as well as, uh, you know, we want to talk about Paul real quick. Paul was great in a limited sample size, but it just wasn't, I feel like he's had a lot better years than this. Like it was just stellar work. Cause we've seen him in the past carry entire WrestleMania feuds himself. Yes. Like, <laughs> so Main event WrestleMania feuds. It, it's, it's not that Paul wasn't great. It's just, he, there wasn't enough for him to do this year. It's that a, was new. Like Heyman is, since, since this is the year end of 2016, there's a word that has become very, uh, a term that's become very popular. Um, Heyman's excellence in what he does has become normalized. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a common thing now. So, um, and not, a, not, not you know, leave him off the list. Is like, no kind of like the alt-right, James? or Plenty of stuff like that, yeah. Okay. Like, it's, it's a lot. What he's done has been so good for so long that it's almost like, it's almost, it's almost, in a weird way, we're, we're basically, like, underappreciating <clears throat> like, because... He's been so good for so long, um, but we decided to put him to the side because this was, wasn't one of those stellar years that he's had where, you know, 
it wasn't one of those years that was just like we could remember some of the promos he cut, like just off, you know, like he would cut like three in a row. He'd be like, yeah, those are probably three of the five best things we've heard on TV in talking segments. Mm-hmm. Like it's been those where it's been like, yep, he's been good, that good, 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 good. Nothing really stood out except for maybe the um, the sit down interview he did with the SummerSlam after SummerSlam. Yeah, with I think that was with Cole. Yeah. It, also, like the the video package for the Randy Orton feud is that's right, and after uh, the Goldberg thing. Yeah. Um, but moving on to our nominees, we had the New Day, uh, your longest reigning tag team champions in WWE history, I might add. Uh, the Miz, Chris Jericho, Dolph Ziggler, Charlotte, and Kevin Owens. So, um, Can you do that one more time? I'm sorry, just zoned out. We had the New Day, we had the Miz, Chris Jericho, Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens, and Charlotte. Okay. So, um, from our fan voting, uh, running away with 59.7% of the vote, The Miz. I agree. The Hollywood A-lister. I agree. I mean, he, he sort of sewed that up after that talking man when he lit Daniel Bryan on fire. Yes. Like, what was that, like, maybe like the third or second or third, maybe even the fourth episode of the talking smack? From then like, on, you, like, you have oh, to tune in. It's appointment television now. You don't know what this man might do. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, because I, I remember watching it, and I'm like, you know, I should, you know, watching Smack, Smack the first time. Like, oh, it's a nice show. You know, they had Cena on. And then all the time, because uh, they were setting up, uh, they were setting up the Ziggler. They going to SummerSlam, setting up the Ziggler, and um, Ambrose singing. is like, and Ziggler was doing that great mic work. Um, just, it, just saving great it. Mind work. Yeah, Megan actually, people actually believe that he could actually possibly win the title. And he's like, okay, cool, all right, okay, this show's actually must watch. And then, like, the week three or week four, it happened. Yeah, it, it, it. And, bro, I remember, I, I don't know, if, I don't think you were watching it live, but nah, I, I, I had to go back and watch I it. I remember, I was like, wait, I, I had to check Twitter. I was like, bro, is, am I the only person recognizing how ridiculous and awesome <laughs> this was? I can't believe my job was on the ground. I could not believe it. I'm hitting Twitter. Ever saw the Twitter, like, Miz, you know, by the next morning, it started, it was trending on Twitter. I remember... That shit went viral. Yeah, it went, yeah, I remember, I, I, you know, Kirby, who, you know, he only, like, you know, superficially follows wrestling. I sent it to him, I was like, bro, you gotta check this out. You gotta check this out. Kirby was like, he lit Brian Daniel Bryan ass on fire. Yeah. It, it just, it was amazing, man. It, yeah. Like, it felt so real, and, you know, they, you know, if you listen to a bunch of different wrestling stuff or read a bunch of wrestling stuff... You kind of see, like, the stuff that sort of catches on and buzz based off, like, the way they cover stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, pretty much for that, for that whole rest of that week, people were just like, was that real? Was that not? How much of it was real? How much of it was not? Right. Renee Young's excellent for the way she sold it because she was like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, everything is going off the rails. It's not this type of show. Yeah. Like, Excuse me. I'm t- I need to talk to him real quick. And then, you know, it's... Yeah, man, and then he kept getting madder. He like he kept working himself up too. He kept getting madder and madder and madder. He's like, you know, you know, this is my show, my show. Put that camera on me. You know, I beat people up yeah. out here. The Miz. Yeah, tune in. You know, I'm in here. I'm in that ring every single week, beating people up. Yes, um, <laughs> I. You know, the the Miz being so excellent this year was a huge point of contention for me because right after the Miz has not only been excellent there, he started this back in February with AJ Styles yeah. when he basically, I say that was Styles' real kind of introduction like to WWE and like the mass audience, like having Miz like just tear him down and get into that. And then I got into it with you know Stat Guy Greg who now follows me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he basically, you know, I told him, hey, man, The Miz is better than T- Ted DiBiase and Vader, like, at talking. What are you talking about? Yeah. And, you know, I feel very validated from The Miz's performance uh, this year. But the thing is, you didn't even need that. Like, if you could go, think of how they do The Miz TV stuff when they bring other people on to, like, there's a few going on that has nothing to do with Miz, and Miz just comes in to interject. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't do it with anybody else. They don't think it, it can, you know, be a master of the mic. What? Like, think about how often... This might have been... He does writer. all this minus the racism, James. <laughs> right. You know where he I'm going with this. Right, Piper. So, the thing for me is... Uh, back to my point about when they... Uh, the perfect one that I thought about as far as Miz TV would like... They just have him out there just to host, like, while people are going off, and he just going to, you know, poke the bear, was the women's going into WrestleMania's triple threat match, and the crowd was ready to turn on Charlotte and whoever else is talking, and then, like, the crowd was taking off, and then, like, Miz basically interrupts the whole crowd, and goes, my, my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut, and the crowd starts booing him, and he's basically like, all the heat that was going on to the women that was like a bad thing because he needed to get them over for the saga segment. He basically said, nope, I'll take it. I'm going to drop all of that. <laughs> like, nope. Heat magnet. Yeah, like, dude, the dude is, the dude is smart. Like, dude's like, a living legend. The only guys that you can say, like, I, I feel, feel like, no matter, you can put them in any era, like, right now, and have them be able to feed off, work off the crowd to do what they're trying to achieve. And honestly, it's him and Cena. And Cena is because he's done it. He's had so many reps at doing it that he can know how to adjust and be comfortable and not and know how to not panic. I'll say Kevin Owens too, but I mean Kevin. The thing is, like, he's never really dealt with a crowd when a crowd just didn't like him. Yeah, that's true. He's like Cena goes out there every single week and got to overcome all that bullshit. Right, right. Like Miz got to come out there and, and deal with all the you know at the time back then all the go away heat and he still was able to overcome it. Like. Is a different monster. Like Stephanie, same thing. Like right. she goes out there knowing good well she's gonna get any type of ridiculousness, and she and she knows how to basically like swallow that shit whole and eat and, and, and kill fifteen thousand people every single Monday. Just like she did this past week. Exactly. Um, the the Miz won uh, by fifty votes over the next closest competition, uh, which was Chris Jericho coming in second. Yep. And then the New Day coming in third. Uh, the New Day can't be stated, understated how great they were on the mic. Yep. Uh, just constantly innovating, whether y'all knew it or not. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I felt great about leaving Enzo and Cass off of this uh, because I just I'm just not here for it. But uh, Jericho had the list. Yes, uh, he had it. He had it. What it? Yes, the word it. He got the word it over. Yeah. Um, he got he had the gift of Jericho and bring it in, man. Yeah, drink it um, in, man, everything. Yes. Yeah, I said, yeah, man. Bring it in, man, was when they did the hug thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, the whole thing with, with him and Owens basically, like, giving Tom Phillips the, all the business in the world, and that man's basically trying not to crack up, and they're just calling him by his wrong name all the time. Yes. And, you know. Long time Jericho stable. Yeah, just. Yeah, man. It's, you know. It, what what a year! Like this is a this is a dude. Oh, so he also got over a sixty nine tax. Yes, yes. He got sixty nine, and then uh, what was it when he? Did, how much was the Jericho jacket? That Fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand dollars Jericho. He got that over too. Like uh, yeah, real banner year for him. Like, honestly, you know, if not for the Miz, like he, yeah, yeah. At forty six, so he's forty six years old. Yep. 
He's forty six. Um, he had he got Rudy two D booty over for like two days for like two. Uh, weeks. I think people were more mad at that than anything. Right, like, but the crowd chanted, so he he got it over. Look, 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 look! It was whack, but he got Wiggly it over. Whack. It was over. Look, it was whack, but he got it over. That's oh. that's how good he is with the mic. People still rock with some whack shit. It's almost like when uh, when Rock was doing the uh, the, the possum piss stuff. Oh yeah, yeah that. Oh, The Rock. <laughs> um, up next, we had the Miss Elizabeth Woman of the Year. Now, this, I actually got into it with someone on Reddit when I posted this. This is not Women's Wrestler of the Year. This, is not, this is not that category. I, no. I kind of asked him, you know, could he read? Uh, you know, he, he asked me, why did Miss Elizabeth, you know, why is she named the award? She wasn't a wrestler. I'm like, well, it's not a wrestling award, and she is a woman. Yeah. So I don't. <laughs> you know, like, those are the qualifications. It's okay. It's it's all right. In the history of WWE, if we were going to rank um, the most the most recognizable and famous woman in WWE history, her whole career was from WWE. What is it? Elizabeth, Stephanie, Trish. Uh, those probably be the top three. China four, yeah. top four. Yep. Like this is not. Maybe Sable's in there. <laughs> Oh, Sable would be somebody you mentioned. But it's like, okay, Sable wasn't a good worker. China was probably a worse worker somehow. Uh, Elizabeth didn't wrestle. Stephanie is a... On-screen character. She's, she's mostly an on-screen character that got drugged into wrestling because her dad owns the company. And then you have Elizabeth. So, what are our options really here? Like, like if we called it the... Like, okay, she's gone now. But if she wasn't, if we called it the China wrestler of the year... People have a problem with that because we like she's not a good wrestler. So what? I mean, <laughs> I think we covered our bases quite well. You know what I'm saying? Like, Apparently not, only, though. You know, I don't. <laughs> you know I mean, like, I was just that guy on Twitter, but or you excuse wanna, me, you on Reddit. You want to call the Sherry Martell wrestler of the year because she had that like two year run with Macho King? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Man. How long was that run? Two was it two years? Or was it short? Probably like a year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. Like no, nah, it's not no. Nah. So and then, woman why, of the year is something we use yeah. every year. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and hopefully one day we do have Women's Wrestler of the Year. And also, this started at a point in time when, like, the women wrestling was not really that good to be awarding anything to. Right. You know, we'll, we'll, I don't know if we were so, supposed to hand it over to AJ Lee or Kelly Kelly or what. At, at that point, we were just giving <clears> everyone who had, like, the most, like, who made the most impact with their time on television. Yeah. So, AJ won one or two of those. All right. So she can't wrestle nearly as good as Charlotte or Becky or anybody on the list. Or Sasha like or she, Bailey, like she or might, Natalia. Yeah. Um, so our nominees for the Miss Elizabeth Woman of the Year. This was another category that, that saw some severe domination. Uh, we had Sasha Banks, Charlotte, mm-hmm. Becky Lynch, Bailey, and making a late push, Alexa Bliss. Um, with sixty-seven point four percent of the vote, Charlotte was the Miss Elizabeth Woman of the Year. Hmm. Are you surprised uh, she won? No. No. Are you surprised that they voted for her to win? Uh, People hate Charlotte. I I am surprised that, that we and got a lot of votes. And, like, the, the hate that they have for her is not like a hate like, oh, yeah, you know, she's, she's, she's you know, she's like the Miz and she's a jerk. She's meant to do this stuff, so we hate her. People, like, literally. Like, don't think she's a good her, wrestler. People, yeah, people don't think she's a good wrestler, which is mind-blowing to me. It's like, how many good matches do you need to see from her before you think she's a good wrestler? I don't understand. But, yeah, like, she was my pick. 
Because she was my pick as well. Yeah, I just you know I just figured that Charlotte would have been or Sasha would have been the one to win. She, she's been the square the focus of the promotion and the women's side, even yeah. with another belt being created. We right. know who the woman is. Yeah. Um, they had her beat Sasha in that you know long feud where they swapped the belt back a million times. She had they had a Hell in a Cell match which she won. Yeah, uh, she and won Charlotte's at WrestleMania. In Charlotte's hometown, no less. Right. Uh, she won at WrestleMania. She won at the Royal Rumble. She's won all, all, all the whole time on pay per view. Yeah, um, she's greatly improved on the microphone. Um, she's been like, like when it comes to like you know just just mean the queen of mean like Charlotte <laughs> like you know is is it's gonna be interesting to see where they go. Um, she beat the next closest person. I will do the math on it. Really fast. We'll just do the percentages. Okay. The next person got 14% of the vote. And that was Sasha, I'm guessing? No. Wait, so who, who's second and third then? Minus 18. Okay. Winning by 69 votes over Becky Lynch. Wow. Becky Lynch was was second. Huh. On here, and um, I, I would think that's because she had that. You know, she was the first SmackDown Women's Champion. She pretty much got her own show to shine. Uh, the Women's Revolution really started catching fire with Becky in the in the seat. Well, I will say this: she is like one of the very, very, very few uh, baby faces in the company that people actually like. Yep. So yeah. So and and yeah and and tied for third was Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss and she you know and she's also definitely um, and she's also definitely like kickstart like Women's Revolution will not be nowhere close to what it is if not for Becky like actually like getting that shit hot as the babyface in yep. the sympathy. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, that was it for that one. I don't know. Let's see. New category this year. We did not have this category last year. And this one was a barn burner in the voting. Uh, we had the Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Feud of the Year. <laughs> um, it, a little bit of background on the award, why we decided to name it that. The most intense rivalry I think I saw growing up as a wrestling fan, most people would think it's Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. But on screen, I don't know, you know, if y'all y'all know this, but Bret Hart versus Stone Cold looked like the realest thing in the room way before Enzo and Cass out here. Well, I mean, there are other ones you could have mentioned, but yeah, it didn't even mention as well. Like you could well, you put man. ass in front of the word Hitman. I'll tell you how I feel about Bret Hart. Yeah, I mean, you could also did you could also <laughs> done the, like the Mankind versus Undertaker yeah. movie here. Yeah, did that's the true. Room brawl like under, like Paul Bearer screws screws that man over after all that time. Uh, Undertaker almost kills that man twice in one night. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Thumbs look thumbtacks. Uh, you know the whole you know, Kane, Kane involvement. Like, you turn my brother on me. Like you know, there are two people from the nineties that I remember vividly as a kid. Just like you know, room for the baby faces and hating the the, uh, the hills guts. One was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Wanted him to leave. Uh, leave so, bread alone. Leave bread alone. And two was Mankind. Wanted him to leave Undertaker the fuck alone. Like, like if it, if it wasn't for the run that, that Foley had afterwards, bro, I probably would still hate Foley's guts. Look, man, Bret Hart whooped Stone Cold's ass every single time, and yes, it didn't did. matter. Yeah. It didn't matter. Y'all fuckers wanted to cheer for for, for that guy. That yeah. asshole. Like, I don't know. I, I still understand how, like, so there are, uh, you don't really, you know, do the whole, like, into movie things, like, the same way with wrestling. But uh, there are websites and, um, and different uh, places, like, on YouTube channels that, like, Cracked and 
um, Cinema Sins and Screen mm-hmm. Junkies, and they do certain things. And Krat had this thing saying like the number of times in like movies where the bad guy was actually right. Uh huh. Bret Hart is the bad guy that was always that was actually right the whole entire time. <laughs> the whole entire time he was right. about everything. Yes, about everything. Like, I kept getting screwed, and y'all turned the damn blind eye to it. That man kept getting, like, Austin kept fucking that man over yep. and over and over. The Royal, look, from the Royal Rumble yep. to, uh, to the Fatal 4 a thing that had to the no cage match. To, to the, yes. Look, man. Bret Hart kicked the shit. I'm going to watch that match look, uh, this weekend. Bret Hart kicked the shit out of that look, man. Look, Deshaun and his pussyfoot injury. Yes. Like, he's still <laughs> getting screwed. People kept turning their goddamn blind eye to it. This is bullshit. <laughs> Hey, Brent was always right. Look, man. Like he's well, he's worried about to come out the discourse in his country and like and like yes. the way the way the he's team was going and stuff. Look, yes, he was right Racism. the whole time. Man, so everything. Bret Hart had the vision out the here on you, fuck niggas. Yes. Um, so on to these nominees. Uh, Bret Hart is so called. If you guys haven't checked that, few check it out. Some of the best work I've ever seen. Um, our nominees: Charlotte versus Sasha Banks. Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles. Dean, or excuse me, uh, Daniel Bryan slash Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz. <laughs> it's still funny to me. Uh, AJ Styles versus John Cena. And Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. Um, okay. This was, a, this was close. Real close. Uh, the, I want to say that I voted for the one that came in last place on here. What did you vote for? I voted for Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles. Ah. And I'll tell you why. Yeah, but that was the thing with that one is that only went, that went like really went like, two, a, it went yeah, like, like a month, month in two pay-per-views in one month. So that was screwed it up. But like, if you say it like, was hot. if you say like, okay, what's the best, like you put up the average of what the best like segments on TV were between all these views, that would have been number one. Like every single segment, like it started yeah. earnestly, like it was face versus face with one guy getting booed, and it was like Styles. You just kept seeing him, like, like look, man, fuck this dude, like, and it was like it was real, like with that. And then they started bringing in the club guys with them not really knowing if AJ was with him, and he was still a good guy. And then the Usos were getting introduced into it, booed because of Roman Reigns. Then on pay per view, they have back to back great matches. The second match being one of my favorite matches of the year. And I personally thought, and that got walloped in the voting. Walloped. Like, killed. Um, it only got 5.4% of the vote. So, um... It just, I think it's only because it lasted but so long, and people were like... And the whole time you're watching, is like, bro, AJ should be champion right now. Fuck this Roman Reigns thing. Why yep. is Roman Reigns winning? And why is AJ out here putting, giving this dude st- uh, Styles clashes on the fucking chair. chair and that man kicking out? This is garbage. <laughs> you know, so it, it's kind of like, yeah. I think a lot of it is it like the, frust- the frustration of the fact that like it didn't go the way most people wanted it to go. It also like affects, you know, affects that as well. Right. Um, my, you know, my pick uh, was Charlotte versus, Be- Charlotte versus Becky. Charlotte versus Sasha. Um, because of the, the duration of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the number of quality matches we got out of it, and also just like it needs to be said that the thing ultimately for for the women's revolution isn't that everything is exactly the same. Um, it's the fact that okay, they they've let these women they've let the women main event in different situations. They've been successful at points. They haven't. The thing is, the equal opportunity of them being in the main event is what matters. And also, the thing about it is the fact that, like, it's not about, like, everybody being the same. It's about the fact that people are different. 
that, that people are different and that you need to appreciate the differences because ultimately it's equal. It's not supposed to be like everything needs to be like women should be crying and wrestling. Like never mind like women's emotions or how they go through, uh, a te- you know, in theory, what will be considered a, uh, um, what do you call it? A, an adrenaline dump, like how right. they handle it different than we do. Like, no, like they're, you know, they, they handle things different and appreciate the differences. But the thing that I, that I almost like this bad is like, it's really, is one thing to be, to say this, like, like last year and say, we're going to do this. It's another thing to actually go through it. So to see, you know, the kind of hell they put each other through in, the, in that um, no count, false count anywhere match and also in the Hell in a Cell match and even um, to see Sasha get busted open in the nose and, yes. um, at the Iron Woman match, like, that would have never, that's something you just never, you've never seen in WWE. And I mean, you've seen it before with men, but you've never seen it with women. And I, I think that also, for me to add it to it, the fact that like, they're not just, you know, they're not doing, you know, you know, they're not pretend wrestling and doing, you know, just going through moves and the motions and all that kind of stuff. They're actually rocking each other in the face. And, I, and I, you know, I think that's ultimately, you know, if if the plan was... Uh, mission accomplished. That's the best way I'll say it. Mission mm-hmm. accomplished. All right. Let's go to the voting. Um, number one, with 30.2% of the vote, was John Cena versus AJ Styles. Makes sense. Uh, Coming in at number two, and this is, it was virtually a tie with, uh, it, it was one more vote than uh, your pick. It was the Daniel Bryan slash Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz. Mm. Uh, the AJ Styles uh, won by seven votes, AJ Styles and Cena. Uh, I think we're pretty split across the board here, so like, which whichever one y'all, y'all want to pick on this one, there was really fuck no it, let's ride there. with it. I mean, there was, I mean... They all have their strengths and qualities. Uh, like, you know, The Miz and... Um, the Miz and Ziggler thing, like, for... For a success thing, being like, this is where their careers were before this thing, and this is where it is now that it's done. Um, I would probably say, like, given that they're mid-carters, now they're literally, like... They're a part of the main event scene on SmackDown. They're part of there is a if there is a there is a big floor in SmackDown and they're in it now. Mm-hmm. And we just thought at the beginning of this thing, like hopefully Ziggler and Miz or Apollo Crews all pan out so they can be the main card. No, they're the main event now. Right. So they you know, they you know it's a huge success for them. Huge. Uh and just creatively it was huge. Like I mean, they brought back they brought up the freaking spirit squad for this bed. Had a retirement match. People actually bought yes. that dude that wasn't even forty. We're about to hang it about up. About to hang it up. Um, one and, then that the, and then the men's face after he lost the belt was like that's like that's one of the all time classics. Uh, one few we didn't uh, really talk about. It ended up with fifteen percent of the vote uh, with Sami Zayn and Kevin oh Owens, my God. Uh, which produced one of the year's uh, best matches yeah. with Battleground. I think the only reason that it kind of is getting lost in the shuffle, like amongst it, is because it was a clump together long enough. It wasn't together long enough, and also we know the real feud is coming between them. <laughs> Maybe you know, like Maybe. this was like it was like the beginning. We know they they need to be in the main event of a pay per view, going at it, doing right. it for the belt. The, you know, the funny part is looking back. Remember, people were like, "Yeah, they." Uh, like they're gonna say this is the last time they're doing it because this is ruining their careers mm-hmm. or whatever, and then like 
like, the last time we were to see it, and then literally like they had a raw match. What like, was it? like three a weeks ago, ago or something. Three, like yeah, that. like a month yeah. ago, I was like, "God, y'all are so bad, at y'all. Yep. Y'all don't remember any of the shit y'all ever say. Like, it's so bad. <laughs> how, how, like, how do y'all write this shit every single week? But and I just watch this shit, and I remember it better than y'all do. Yep. Like, it's so. It's, like, y'all, this is y'all lives. You live like you, you put food on your table by doing this. Like, yes. <laughs> like in the words of Jesus, this ain't a rap song, nigga. This is your life. Like, right. I don't how do you not remember this shit? I don't understand. <laughs> Oh man, um, but yeah. Uh, so shouts out to I. I mean, I, we're, I think we're gonna have different picks on this, but I mean, it was really there big, is no wrong the, answer. Yeah, all the ones that nominated, like good job. Like, you, look, you know, there are some some of these things where it's like, yeah, I, you know, we disagree, and I'll probably you know judge you. But this one, like, you know, I ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight you. I ain't all gonna right, fight you on none of the answers for that. So switching gears um, onto the NXT Performer of the Year. Mm. And we had quite an interesting vote on this yeah. um, because I, I I see where the people are coming from, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I know what it is with this. Like, so let's go to the voting. Um, coming in with forty two percent of the vote in winning the fan vote, the revival. Um, the other mm. nominees were Shinsuke Nakamura, Samoa Joe, do DIY, and Asuka. Mm-hmm. Um, the revival got forty two percent of the vote, largely on the strength of their their great performances on Takeover. Takeovers, um, takeovers, plural. plural uh, starting in Dallas, then um, the match at uh, the end, the rematch with American Alpha, mm-hmm. the first uh, match with DIY, and then the two out of three falls match. Yes. Um, after that, uh, they defeated uh, the next closest. Uh, it was Nakamura with twenty eight point nine percent of the vote. Um, Are you surprised that Nakamura's that high, considering that he can't even come in, come in until April? And given like what was expected of him, you could argue he's been d- d- disappointed. You could, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. The only like, thing you is, can't be disappointed and awesome at the same time. Right? They're not mutually exclusive right. concepts. The thing is with Nakamura, I feel like he figured he figured out NXT in his first match. He knew mm-hmm. exactly what he had to do to have a great match. He knew everyone would go crazy for him. And it's called performing. So, like, we're talking about the entrance. We're talking about right. everything that has to right. do with him. Like, right. the, the aura of Nakamura. And I don't know. it. And the, to me, the rival don't have that. Like, to, Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, they, came out there, they came out there to uh, to Toronto look, looking like uh, the biker uh, buddy. Who's the one with the... With the, with the bar, Scott uh, Dawson. Yeah, Dawson came. You know, I can't know him for it. I don't know <laughs> Like, bro, it might even be like it might not even like it might seem like it's a gimmick where I don't know which one is which, but I really don't. Like, I always forget. Uh, but yeah, man, like he came out there. Uh, you said Daw- Dawson. Yeah, yeah, Dawson came out there with the, with the freaking jacket on, tucking it underneath the belt, and the, like he looked like a village person. He looked like a village person. <laughs> he looked like the biker. Yeah. Slash dude with leather uh, with a leather uh, fetish, but whatever. Uh, yeah, but you know. So I'm at that just, point, yeah, you could dock him points for that because that, they, they, like, I mean, but that is part of their gimmick. The fact that they just, they just look like, they look just like guys. regular dudes. They look like look like guys. Yep. Um, I won't I won't take away from the performance, but they're not winning this one. Sorry, <laughs> y'all. Uh, I'm, I'm overriding y'all. You, you know, I think I might have. I don't remember who I voted for. I might have voted for Revival because given the, what they did at Takeover, mm-hmm. uh, at the Takeovers. 
Um, Nakamura figured uh, well, back to the point where I was going with Nakamura like he figured out NXT in one match that people would go absolutely apeshit for whatever he did whether it was a match whether it was his entrance whether it was his mannerisms like whatever it was um, he basically kind of melded in a little bit. I mean, I don't think he tried as hard. Like, not like we're figuring it out. Like, rest- for the big shows, Nakamura will show up. He will be there. But week to week, Nakamura, like, oh, whatever. Yeah. And, and then, but to me, that was still good enough. Like knowing the impact that Nakamura had on the audience mm-hmm. and seeing just how, like, we when we saw the best of Nakamura, it was better than the best of Revival, okay. in my opinion. So my question for you would be. How much better would you say, given these, you know, as a package? How much better would you say Nakamura's package? Well, that sounds weird. But <laughs> <laughs> how much would you say uh, Nakamura's package as a performer, as a total performance um, range, and and being better than the NXT performance that package that we would get from uh, that we got from over his time? Uh, uh, oh my God, Finn, uh, Balor? Finn Balor! I feel like it was a, it was a lot better than Finn Balor. A lot better, yes, because not just better, but a lot better. Oh, well, you know, Balor's reign went on insanely long, and none of his title matches were particularly exciting. That's true. And Nakamura was instantly the hottest thing in the promotion. I think Balor was as well when he first came in at NXT, but there's just something different with Nakamura. That's true. That's true. Can't really explain it. I'm saying he's better. I know. I would say for sure it's better. I don't know how much better it is given that you go into the matches. Like, for me, how I judge Balor, and it's probably unfair, is I think of, like, he may have ended a bunch of these things. He never had the best matches on a takeover. You could say this. Well, aside from Dallas's debut, you could say... He, you can say the same thing because it was do uh, DIY revival matches. Mm-hmm. He didn't have the best match on takeover except for uh, the Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, then you throw out like the fact of him and Joe. Like I don't really. I mean, you to me it doesn't click. Him and Joe. I, you say they don't click. They had a four star match. I know it's, it's weird. weird. You're you're over. You're expecting you're expecting some freaking New Japan Tokyo Dome four point seven five minimum match where dudes out here. You know, wrestling for thirty minutes and, and breaking each other's fucking skulls. That's not. That's not. A, that's not a thing here. This is WWE. You gotta get over that. Oh man, I remember when I showed you uh, the Marafuji Okada match when he did the the pile driver on the apron to the outside nah, of the bro. ring. Like, that's not. Nah, bro. This is this is this is about a wrestling match. I don't, like. I Look, so like, are you saying I've been desensitized, Jay? Yes, you've been desensitized. Like you out here. Like no, nah, man. Like you're being you're you're grinding it way too hard of a curve. Like yeah, you expect Nakamura to come out here and like every match has to be the, like the freaking uh, Zayn match. Every match has to be like uh, who did he fight in Wrestle Kingdom Nine? Uh, Abushi, that was five stars. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Abushi, like no, man, it's not a, it's, no, no. Oh man, that's not fair. Like it's just they don't handle, they don't let guys wrestle like that over here, yeah. not consistently. Yeah. Uh, my NXT performance, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. So. Okay, that's fair. Um, sorry, y'all. But, uh, I honestly do not remember what mine was. <laughs> okay, so this one is all over the all over the board. This is the WCW Booking Co- Committee Memorial. Who well, booked this well, who shit award? No, Revival won. Who was second and third? Nakamura was second. Okay. Samojo was third. 
with okay, I feel like, 11% of the Okay, vote. I feel like he either voted for Samoa Joe because he was there the whole time. Uh-huh. He was always in the whole time. Um, or or uh, Revival. I can't remember which one. I thought it was one of those two, though. All right. The, the As I said, next award is the WCW Booking Committee Memorial Who Booked This Shit Award. <laughs> as y'all know, um, there was some questionable booking in from WWE or WCW at some. times. He said some as if it's not most. You know, <laughs> most, most of the booking is questionable. Most. Look, we saw them fuck up the hottest wrestling match of all time with Hogan and Sting. Yeah, uh, with true. with we, we saw them end Goldberg's streak with a fucking taser. Yeah, taser. Kind of this man. Um, we saw the cool finger poke of doom. Yes. Um, yes. hell, you know, whoa, let's go Dalvin. Oh yeah. We're uh, watching uh, Florida state as well. In the orange bowl. Yeah. Uh, go Knowles. Uh, we have, let's go over the nominees. Uh, we've got the SummerSlam main event finish. Uh, we've got WrestleMania 32's top matches. Seth Rollins returning as a heel. SmackDown's tag team division. Triple H never explaining his actions, beating people in their hometowns. Yes, it's and, an epidemic. And Roman Reigns' performance in the Royal Rumble. So, let's go, Dalvin. Let's go. All right, uh, compelling radio. I can't. I can't believe this is like D- Jimbo Fisher actually like his first fifteen like plays. The script is actually good this time, <laughs> as opposed to what is fucking terrible, and they don't score any points in the first quarter. All right, back to yep. back to this. Sorry. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, uh, winning with a whop with twenty three point eight percent of the vote. Um, the fan voting was WrestleMania 32's top matches being The Undertaker and Shane, Roman Reigns and Triple H, and Dean Ambrose and Brock Lesnar just kind of like sucking. Right, right. And that was the top vote. My personal Who Booked This Shit Award. I don't know, James, if you want to share yours first or. It's up to you. Um, <clears throat> I went ahead and voted for the SummerSlam main event finish. Okay. For all parties involved, it was stupid. Um, Brock Lesnar, fresh off of UFC 200, they murder Randy Orton pretty much in the middle of the ring. Um, yeah. They decide it's a great a idea. champion. First battle Hall of Famer. We're just going to sacrifice one him. Of the few, one of the few guys gets a reaction, regardless of heel or face, in a popular way. Just fucking best, best finisher, Best finisher in the business, none of that. Nah, just crap. Just kill him. Uh, they have a, a 320-guy elbow him the hard way and bust him open on pay-per-view to end your second biggest show of the year, third, depending on how you feel about a Royal Rumble. And they just go off air with that. They put the internet up in up in arms. I immediately knew what it was and knew it was stupid. Um, it was so bad that like even like even Chris Jericho was like, wait, what the fuck is that? Right. Backstage. Uh, I'm just wondering who the fuck booked that. Because that, it literally did nothing for Lesnar. Like, we already knew, we saw him win a UFC fight. Yeah. Like, we, what did we need Lesnar to do that for? It had yeah. no effect on the storylines going forward. It was literally an exhibition match they put in the main event and literally it, had it nothing to do It was literally to get headlines. Yep. That's it. Not about sending people home. On a, and it makes it even worse because of what they did in the, in the semi-main, the semi-main. They right. didn't even have a match and they had a, that brawl. Between Roman Reigns and Rusev. Like, it was just so bad. Yeah. And it, it played, it was a, like an epidemic that plagued their big shows uh, of this year. Let's go, Dalvin. Striking on these on these boys. 
Um, <laughs> he, he remember where he was. Yep, yep. <laughs> He's like, yep. oh, there's a live mic. I can't say it. I really yep. want to say. Um, so uh, yeah, to, to me that was the that actually finished in second place in the fan voting was okay. the SummerSlam main event finish with 21.4 percent of the vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, James, were you in agreement with that, or did you have a different one? I had a different one. Uh, what was third on that? Third was Triple H never explaining his actions. Mm, that's a good one. With 17.5 percent of the vote. Yeah, mine was. Uh, Seth Rollins' return as a heel. It, it made no sense. It, it, was, it, was, it was, okay. There are so many things that WWE can possibly, given the bind they were in going into this year with WrestleMania with John Cena down, Cesaro, they say he was down, but they brought him back the night after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also had Orton out, and you had Seth Bluesney out of November. For him to come back, and you also record a DVD talking about a dedication of coming back <laughs> yes. and, then, and, then, and then play it on the network a week later and have him come back as a babyface. And the whole story is a simple character. It's, it's a very simple, basic character that anybody can get behind is this guy was champion. He never lost his title. All you, and he came back to reclaim what was his that he never actually lost. It's such a simple, smooth, elegant character, and they and they brought it back, and the crowd went nuts after after uh, he had you know he had laid down set, or, uh, Roman Reigns at uh, what was that battle? Oh, extreme Rules. Extreme Rules. And you want to hit him with a casino and they, line and after they that, or? Up, and they bring it hell yeah, and then, and and then they, they fucked it all, all up, up. <laughs> right? Yeah, so. And they bring him back the very next that very next day, the very next night, and he cuts the heel promo, and it was like, you're just setting money on fire. Yep. Like, this is a guy. We don't want money. Okay, this is a guy that you've already made, you've already had be champion literally from April all the way up to the November when he blew his knee out. So he's been the champion this whole time as a heel. He's a guy that for, you know, literally, he's been, he's been up on the main roster since November of 2012. So, almost five years? Almost five years, and he's only been a a a, 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 pure, a, a real live baby face for maybe maybe four months four months out of that, maybe less. At that point, yep. The time was now for this dude to be a baby face. The crowd already loved him. He'd been gone, and it's somebody that they've missed. So of course the crowd wants him back. That's why they lost their minds when he showed back up. And you made him champion for this long, so that means you clearly believe enough in him. That's your guy, Rock. Reigns could be a perfectly fine number two babyface if you still chose choose to go down that dumbass road. <laughs> Whatever. And they happened, and they did know they were doing a brand split coming soon. By then, I would assume. And if you want, you could send Roman Reigns away and give or, him a belt. Or you could because like like they had to give Dean Ambrose belt. You could have made De- you could have made Seth the champion babyface champion on on um, giving it they gave him the belt the very next month. After he debuted, you can have made him that champion, the Bayface champion, with the real belt and send him to the BB show since you love Roman Reigns so damn much. Yep. No. Yep. Nope. Nope. And then what makes it so bad is you continue on with it and you make, you, you know, you the belt moves on and you make a new belt and you make a number one contender as a heel and then the guy that you were trying to make the champion, um, the, Bayface, the new Bayface champion, he gets hurt, even though he probably wasn't going to do as good a job as Seth would have done as a vacation to begin with right. months ago. So you got to reset that again, and then and then you decide, hey, 
Why don't we make him a face? Let's shoot an angle where months, a month late, or like a week after this Survivor Series, two weeks after the Survivor Series, we're going to make him the baby face. Just do it then. You wasted two months. <laughs> they fucked it all up. I, yeah, I'm tend to, tend to, I might change my mind. I'm going to vote on this. But Rollins like, return as a heel was fucking baffling. That was so stupid. And the, it could the, it, the and SummerSlam thing had 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 an effect for one night, and it was stupid. Like, but like, this this was month. This literally is a problem. This is a that fa- they still have going on today. They have no babyface. This yes, this is the biggest issue WWE has. They don't have a baby. They don't have a main event babyface worth a damn. Instead of like, and we and we've been talking about this since Survivor Series. Who are the three biggest guys in the company right now? Because at that point, John Cena was not on TV. Uh-huh. The three biggest guys on the TV are all heels. AJ Styles, Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. They're all heels. You fucked this up. It was so easy for Goldberg to swoop in. So easy. Yeah. Uh, and this, and, like Goldberg's a guy that, like, you know, before this whole run, we used to be like, he's one of the worst promos we ever seen back then. This dude couldn't talk. He comes out here... And it looks, it looks like fucking John Cena. Who fucking knew? <laughs> and, all he, and all he really did was come out there, sweat a bunch, and call uh, and call uh, Brock, Brock Lesnar's and call Paul Heyman a fat boy. Yeah. Or, or essentially a balding fat boy. That's I mean, that's pretty much it. And we love him to death. Yeah. And the crowd went nuts when he squashed Lesnar. That's all it takes. Yeah. Um, I, I think we should talk about the WrestleMania 32 top matches. The Triple H versus Roman Reigns, just it, they were they they committed to it and they did it. And I feel like if fans wanted to turn their back during the match, they could have, because <laughs> it seemed like everyone fell asleep during it, and it just it just didn't work. And it's been the only successful thing they did in that match. The only successful thing, well, two things. They they finally. Did what they planned on doing the whole entire time for a full year, and they finally got it done. That's one thing, right? Uh, two is that picked off? Oh, no. drop it. And um, and two is they planned a spot that was going to get the crowd over, and it worked for five seconds. And it took your the guy that you're trying to make is the baby face future of the company, um, hitting spear, a woman, spearing a woman, <laughs> spearing a woman down the middle of the ring. Oh man, yeah, um, it, it was awful. The Undertaker versus Shane Man. Also, I'll talk on that. It was literally is a one a jump. spot match. It's a it's a jump. It's a hollow jump that we knew that was coming. And thirty minutes of guys punching each other. Yeah, it was one of the worst Hell in a Cell matches of all time. Yep, and it went like thirty one minutes. Like it was it really off. Yes, long. it was terribly long. It felt that long. Yes, <laughs> we were like, man, when they wrapping this shit up, man? Like, come on, like. And How long was the main event of, uh, of the main event? 27 minutes. And that, that was just, woo. After a four-hour show, you yeah. put that on. After the Rocks are here shooting off flamethrowers and shit, and everyone's kind of looking at their watches. You know, you know, honestly, like, and you know I've said this jokingly, but I really mean this. When I watched WrestleMania 32, I literally turned it off after Charlotte was the, the woman's title in the triple threat match. Like, because, bro, you look at the video package they give out, you look at the match they had, you look at, uh, and then you, the, the fireworks that happen at, at the end. end we're you can, the you can literally, god damn it. Yeah. <sighs> wow, that's fucking terrible. They muffed the punt and put Michigan on the two on their two-yard line. Right. Right. Florida State's two-yard line. Or right. one-yard line. All standing. All right. All right, anyway. Uh, so, 
you could literally make the argument that, like, if you just didn't watch after that, like, you will enjoy that match so much more. Damn, Nooney. Um, you would enjoy that match, or that show so much more. It ends at a proper time. Um, you get two quality mm-hmm. matches, uh, one good match. Or you, you get two great matches and one really good match with, with Jericho and, um, and AJ, and then just right on to the sunset. Take it, Mets or crew. Because, like, once, cause after that, right after that is a hell of a match, that's when, like, everything falls off. Falls off a cliff. Yep. Um, so, next award, um, a ninth award of the night, is the gimmick of the year. The best used idea in WWE. To me, this one is obvious. But the fans had a little bit different. Uh, uh, fan voting went a little bit different. Um, coming in with the fan victory... Um, is Chris Jericho's list, or let me go through nominees. We got Chris Jericho's list. Mm-hmm. We have the CWC to reform the cruiserweight division, not okay. the actual cruiserweight division, just the idea of it. Okay. Uh, Mitch, uh, James Ellsworth, mm-hmm. Talking Smack, mm-hmm. and Bootios. <laughs> so, which actually got two votes. So, that one you put on there, I mean, hey. Hey. I would have voted for it, but Budios was like, I don't know if it was something that came out in, in the right time, but if so, then it deserves to be on there. Right. Um, so, winning with 46.5% of the fan vote was Chris Jericho's list. Okay. The gimmick of the year. Um, my gimmick of the year, best used idea, unquestionably, talking smack. That became a vehicle for people to go on there and cut unscripted promos that led to matches that we wanted to see and it is only getting better and it gotta get better like it's it's appointment TV like I don't know how you watch Smackdown and don't watch Talking Smack at the same time like unless you're you're missing out unless your person doesn't have the network which is okay I get that but if you have both I don't understand how you're spending two hours of your time watching that but not the other thing, but not um, that as well, because it always adds on. Like whether it's whether it's Rhino dresses drunk, horny Santa. Woo, or, that was funny. Oh my god, it was it was disturbing and hilarious at the same time. Like, but not at the same time, but like alternating. Because, bro, like at one point, I'm like, bro, you need to chill. Snap, you need, snap, you need, snap, you need to chill with this stuff you're doing, Renee, bro. That's unprofessional. And then another, and then like when he goes with other stuff and he turns his back, he's like, Santa's getting a little bit of the sauce. And it was funny to me. I was thinking, like, is he playing drunk? And sure enough, it's like. Yeah, he's almost like a drunk Alan Thicke playing Santa Claus. That's like, funny. it was fantastic. R.I.P. to, to Alan Thicke, but yeah. Um, and then, you know, Miz, Miz co-hosting, and he's like, I'm, this is Mike Mazzana. Mike Mazzana. Oh, my yes. gosh. And then, obviously, the promo where the Miz, you know, laid down right down that. in the middle of the street. We, right, we, we touched on that. Um, he put his cornrows on a yellow line, as, as they say. <laughs> Uh, we also have, we also, uh, we also had, uh, another, uh, another, uh, another one of the better things that probably should have been on the gimmick list, uh, was, um, Nikki, or sorry, Carmella showing up and jumping oh, on, uh, Nikki Bella. Beating up Nikki Bella, yes. Yeah, that part about, about that episode, that was in the same episode, that was like also in the same episode as the, as, uh, when, uh, Miz snapped off on Daniel Bryan, was uh, earlier. Yeah. But the best part about it was the fact that, Daniel Bryan is sitting next to his sister-in-law, and she gets jumped. And Daniel Bryan sitting there like, watch it. "I don't know. Hey, can you stop this? I don't. I can't you, get physical. I can't get in there. Can you stop this, please? This is crazy." <laughs> and then like they just carry Nikki off, and then like he doesn't even like leave to go check on his sister-in-law. Like this is like it's kind of like a 
it, it's just funny because like yep. it, it's fake, but it's real at the same time. And it's like, and I'm trying to laugh at Foolish. it. It's like, damn, she just got jumped. Like he threw her, like he, <laughs> she threw her, like she smashed her head on the damn table and she rolled off over the top, took a bad fall. Like it's it's so so good. Talking Smack's fantastic. I think I chose the list, but. I wish I had chose Talking Smack. Yeah, so um, Talking Smack is going to win our award. Uh, the list was uh, an ingenious idea. It kind of just came out of left field one day. Like Foley was like, you know, acting a certain type of way towards Jericho, and Jericho was like, you know, what? I'm going to make a list. And then just every week it grew, like yes. it grew like hair. Like you, you know, the greatest thing about Jericho is the fact that like this is the second time he's got a goddamn list over in his career. Yep, the second time this is he's the got second a list. list over. Yes, this is the second list, as opposed to uh, what was it? Uh, the flying, the, 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 the flying credunzel, yes, and arm bars, yep. and left arm punch, bar. right punch, left kick, right kick. <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, I'm trying to think of one of the other. I hope that man brings a list out, like when um, he goes in the Hall of Fame one day. Like that man's oh, got to pull out like the he, he has to pull out the long paper, like he just yes. read from that. That'd be hilarious. Like man, like it's the most baby face thing like in the world. For be like, you know what? You know what? You know what happens? Richelada, you, you know what happens, Richelada? When, when you want when you want to make year end award shows, you want to know what happens to people that want to tabulate things. Richelada, click. Yep. You just made the list. <laughs> people lose their goddamn minds. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the most baby. It, it might be more baby facing the crop than the uh, than the cross chops. Wow. It might just be. It might just be. Which Triple H was doing all throughout is the build-up uh, in the Roman Reigns. Good. Somebody, look, you needed somebody to cheer for. Someone to get over. You needed somebody to cheer for. Yeah. I don't know about you, but who were you cheering for in WrestleMania? Triple H? I was, okay, then. Okay, then. There you go. Remember okay. Me? So, we got uh, the the big award. One of the bigger awards um, here. The WWE Pay-Per-View slash Network Special Match of the Year. Oof. So, um, let's go through the nominees. Uh, and we've got another match of the year award coming up soon, so don't think we forgot. Um, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn at Battleground. We had AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns 2 at Extreme Rules. We had John Cena versus AJ Styles at SummerSlam. We had The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler at No Mercy. Dean Ambrose versus Triple H at Roadblock. Charlotte versus Sasha versus Becky at WrestleMania. And The Miz versus Sami Zayn versus Cesaro versus Kevin Owens at Extreme Rules. So, winning 40.3% of the fan vote and beating the next closest challenger by... I'm calculating it up. Oh, wow. They got... Wow, they got uh, Dalvin out here split out as a receiver. Out there trying to get their game tape. Screen? Screen? Game tape? Uh Uh-oh. No way. Let's go! You know, I can line up out here. That's fantastic. So uh, That's the first one I ever seen that man. I remember him ever being lined up as a receiver. That's fantastic. So uh, show you how to run a route. Yep, I'll come out here and show you. <laughs> uh we had winning with forty point three percent of the fan vote was AJ Styles and John Cena beating the closest challenger by twenty three votes. Wow. Um, I'm surprised. I'm surprised it was actually that close for anything. Yeah. Um, the runner-up was Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn at Battleground. That was my pick, and that was 22.5 percent of the votes. I want to say I voted for Styles and Cena. Um, I think a match that needs to get some more love on here is Styles and Roman Reigns too. 
That shit was great. Yeah. Like, it was almost that point, like, dude, there's no reason why this dude ain't champion. Like, this dude bumped... Like, the, you know how we talk about how um, Mick Foley basically, like, gave his body to put the rock over as a tough guy? Yes. Like, bro, AJ Styles did every damn thing he could short of blading or... <laughs> like, short of blading or taking, or taking really bad, like, chair shots or, like, you know... Like, he did everything he could... To get that dude over as a as a real killer. I mean, and don't get me wrong. Like Roman was already one of those killer killer adjacent anyway. Yeah. But like he, but he bumped his ass off. Like, like they they. I love that feud so much. Like you know what it reminds me of? It like it was only one month, but it reminds me so much of like Daniel Bryan Reigns that fast lane feud. Right. It reminds me so much of it, but it lasted longer. It you know. But, yeah, I mean, AJ just... Yep, uh, AJ Styles nominated for two different matches on here, and we probably could have got that Dean Ambrose-CLC match on there yeah, as well. Um, let's see. Uh, any other matches on here you want to show love to? I know you love the Fatal 4-Way. Oh, my God, yes. Like, that... Okay. The work done by those four was just so good. Like, they worked at such a phenomenal pace... And you know, WWE. There's, there's one thing WWE is good at, and it did does consistently well is multi man matches. Um, I don't know why that is, but between multi man tag matches, like it's almost like they figured something out. And you know, and I, it might be something that they started like back when the Shield started doing their tag matches, where they figured this stuff out. Uh-huh. But like when the New Day wants to have a good tag match, they will have a good tag match. When the, when the Shield, whatever they wanted, wanted to go to that level, they did. Uh, Whenever there's a ladder match, they they pretty much always come through and, and, and never disappoint. They always come with new innovative spots where someone almost dies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was just another one of those. Just like they just went all the. <laughs> Omar put that up. What up, they, Omar? They just went. They just, <laughs> they just went all the all the way. Like I mean, that was about as well done as of a four way as you can possibly expect. Um. And at the same, and you still at the same time you got over the hill throughout the whole match, like the guy they said he can't wrestle, and, you, and you're playing with your emotions on all the near falls and him being opportunist the whole time. It was fantastic. Yeah, um, Styles and Cena was my pick. Um, it was that man kicked out of the Avalanche AA. Yes, he did, and beat that man clean as a sheet. Um, it was the quintessential John Cena match of the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Styles and looked like he was sealed in the eyes of the company that night. Like they finally believed in him, yeah. and there was nowhere for else to him for him to go except being the champion. After that, it yeah. should have made a event at SummerSlam, in my opinion. Yeah, probably. And have. I remember going into in it. retrospect now, given that we knew now that yeah. we know what all the finishes were. Yep. Yeah, it should have. Like they should make a rule where they're like, "Look, man, if you're gonna have a, if you're gonna have some bullshit finish." Like that, don't that don't that early. like don't yeah. Do not leave your do not go out there and have your your fans sitting at the end and like what the fuck like they feel like they ain't getting their money's worth. Yep, and that's exactly what SummerSlam was. Um, with Styles and Cena, I remember going into that. I called that I predicted they'd have the best match on the show because you know there was 
uh, Balor and Rollins going into it. There was, you know, the Lesnar, Orton. There was Rusev and Reigns. There was Ziggler and Ambrose. I was like, wow, that's like Such five main events. Bro, like, Six main events. On paper, that on paper that is what a WrestleMania card should look like. Right. Like, if you get rid of, under, if you drop Undertaker and rocks 20 minutes to do whatever the fuck he wants and Triple H's thing, that's what, that's a, that, like, that card looks like what a modern WrestleMania should look like now. Yeah. And I was like, I'll take the two forty year old guys or the two thirty nine year old guys. Then and <laughs> it was just like I feel like there was less pressure on them. They had all they had to do yeah. was go have a great match. They were on early in the night. Not, no title at stake. Yep. Like they didn't have the break in the new belts. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> which, which, which fucked up everything. Yeah. Um, which we'll get to later. Like but, they both they, they're they're both like doing well at their perspective roles. Like John Cena. Is a baby face, and you might, a what? You might right? And, you, and, you, and you'll boom because that's the thing to do. But like the boom, you know. the boom that he's getting is not no Roman Reigns boom. Right. And like AJ, like he's a he's perfectly capable bat, like bad guy. And there you go. Yeah. So that's the match of the year, everybody. Um, I will, and, and if you, and if you want to open up to the worldwide, you know, we'll, we'll get to that later. But yeah, you know, for me, ultimately, just you know, one thing that I'll say is. I would afford it, but, uh, like, the, to me, the best Russell match was, um, or no, sorry, not Ambrose, but Zayn versus uh, Owens, Owens at Battleground. Like, that thing was just nuts. Like, it, it was, it was like the culmination of a few, like, this is the last time, you know, this is the, you know, this is the last time you'll ever do it, but bro, yeah. like, honestly, man, after watching, and then at that point, people were kind of like, yeah, you know, they probably should wrap this up, whatever, bro. After that, I want to see them wrestle every single week from here on out. <laughs> like, they, like, I, like, I don't think, you know, they're almost, they're to the level where they're like, yeah, like, there are certain guys, like, they could have fought forever and done a bunch of different stuff, and it would have been good every single night, and like, Back in the territory days, it be somebody have been like a legendary feud. Mm-hmm. Like when, like I think it's Ziggler and Del Rio. Like that have been like their chemistry. Like they could they could have wrestled a million times and they right. could have took that to, to the territories and no two matches. Have rematch. Steamboat, Steamboat, Flair, same thing. Like just right. they're fantastic. AJ and Ziggler is like that now too. Yeah. By the way, like they can do anything together. Funny how that man Ziggler can always do everything except get a WrestleMania solo match. Yeah, no figure. He talk real good. He has amazing physique. Uh, people like him. People actually legitimately like him. He could be a bad guy or a good guy. Nope. He, he's not. He's not five foot nine or not, five foot not eight. Not what are looking for. Nope. Um, so, not. so best network special event. Um, I kind of cheated in this category. Uh, by putting these nominations together. To me, it really wasn't a standout year on pay-per-view, like, collectively. Um, if you look at some of these events, events it was kind of hard to distinguish them from one another. Yeah, I mean, I think also the fact there were so many of them, it makes it harder for you to actually, like... It's hard for you to come up and breathe and realize, like, the difference between all of them. You're kind of just like, ooh, two weeks... Uh, this one, all right. Damn, another one in two weeks. All right. Yep. Okay. Fuck it. So, I went ahead and put the best event I felt like that I've seen the company produce this year in the category with it, and the fan voting reflects that, just that. So, let's go through the uh, choices. Um, I nominated the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Battleground, Survivor Series, Hell in a Cell, and NXT TakeOver Dallas. Okay. So, winning with 39.2% of the vote and beating the closest challenger by 15 votes was... NXT TakeOver Dallas. I felt from top to bottom, it was just like, you got a great tag team match. You got a great main event. You got Shinsuke Nakamura and Sami Zayn. Yeah. You got a great women's match. 
you got no bullshit in that, nope. you know, and it was just the single best piece of wrestling WWE's produced this year, top to bottom. Yeah. Um, what was the number one WWE, like, main roster? Survivor Series. Survivor Series? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's recency biased, or? Maybe. I mean, uh, a lot of people were talking about Money in the Bank, and I didn't even, you know, nominate it. Well, Money in the Bank had that triple threat match, right? Or, or was that the or was that Rollins versus that was Battleground? Battleground okay. was really good. This right, year. Money in the, okay, so yeah, right. So Money in the Bank was the uh, was Rollins versus um, Reigns. Yep. The Money in the Bank briefcase match that he won. I don't remember. Oh, Cena uh, Styles. Cena Styles won. Yeah, that is good. Um, for me, I, I think I might have like. Yeah, I don't remember what I. I don't remember what I put up there. Uh, from the sounds of it, I'm pro- I might have messed around and put SummerSlam up there just because of how good the matches were. I don't know it wasn't SummerSlam, I can tell you that. Well, 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 like, okay, you t- like, you know, for me, I don't look at like I generally like okay, I don't do the overall the overall show meaning like if you know and give a, a G, like a cumulative score. Right, I don't do that. I, I don't do cumulative score. I do. Best matches on the car at like the, 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 the how number many of good them. matches, how many were on the card, and that's how I judge it. Like, you know, people, you know, Rollins and Rollins and uh, Finn was was really good. The women's match was, was good. AJ and and um, Cena was phenomenal. Um, Cesaro, Cesaro and Sheamus was nuts. Was 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 phenomenal as well. Um, so I, you know, I, that was a match I didn't really you know. But I now, take away now, so many points for that main event, and I, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't blame you because imagine if we actually had imagined that would have been it. Yeah, but no, we, uh, let's ga- let's gash our twelve time champion upside the head no. and give him a concussion. Fuck him. Uh, yeah, twelve time champion. Fuck him. Exactly. Kind of sits at me. That's exactly what they did. Fuck him. Oh man, you know we had a show earlier this year where we pretty much just aired our grievances with WWE and said "fuck them" um, <laughs> after everything, and it was just one of the funniest shows of the year. Um, so yeah, NXT Takeover Dallas, like to me, that's been the best. Uh, I don't know if you ride with that, James. No, that's fine. Like you could have said anything. Like there were a lot of pay per views that had a lot of good stuff on them um, as far as the wrestling. Uh, like it just pretty much comes down to almost at this point, like yeah, are we gonna get clean finishes or not? Because if we get clean finishes, we can have a really good show. But if not, then we won't. Yeah. Um. So the TV match of the year, and I kind of feel bad because the the three way from SmackDown, you know, might have been nominated on here, but oh well, they didn't make it. It probably would have made it, but you know, there's we had to, good stuff. We, we had to get the, we had stuff. to get the shit. Um, so we had, it was a little bit all over the map, so let's go through the nominees. We had AJ Styles and Chris Jericho versus The New Day, so that Y2AJ match. Um, AJ Styles versus Dolph Ziggler from SmackDown. We had Dolph Ziggler versus Bray Wyatt from SmackDown. Charlotte versus Sasha Falls count anywhere. We had Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles from June Raw. So that was, um, the night after... Extreme Rules. Mm, okay. Um, AJ Styles versus Cesaro versus Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens the night after WrestleMania. Number one contenders match. And Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns. Um, so let's go to the fan voting. In winning with 25% of the vote exactly. You see how evenly was split. Beating the next closest challenger by a mere four votes was Sasha Banks versus Charlotte. The Falls Count Anywhere match. Hey, I put it over the top. I voted for that. 
Um, match is fantastic, bro. Like, yes. and they just like the brutality in that match is just great. Like, you, okay, so before watching some of their matches, it was like, yeah, you know, they're sort of they might, you know, at points you might zone out, and if you're not, you might think they're just doing stuff, but like. You can tell, or not to quote unquote, you can tell that their characters hated each other's fucking guts. Right. Like, it had finally, like, by that point in time, it had finally gotten to that Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, I hate you level. <laughs> I bro. hate your ass. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, they beat the crap out of each other. And, I, and like, they just, just, just fantastic how much they hate each other. It was really, really on. I want to see what I voted for. I don't remember what I voted for in this one. I think I voted for AJ Styles versus Dolph Ziggler on SmackDown. That's a good one. Um, I, I'm now, perfectly fine with Sasha and Charlotte um, now, winning my, this category, but my question for you is: better match? That match, which was what the night after SummerSlam, yeah, or the match, the triple threat match that they, that those two just had with uh, Baron Corbin? <sighs> um, I'd have to rewatch the Corbin uh, one again. Okay. Uh, but I know I really like the Styles versus Ziggler, like, SmackDown. I did, too. Like, that shit was, like, smooth. Like, like that Ziggler, shit, got, it got 12.5% of the votes. Like, Ziggler had a really good year on TV. Like, like, bro, like, Ziggler had, might, might have had the most underrated year out of everybody on there. Like, he, like. And he, he's gonna get fucked come WrestleMania time. Yeah, like, he's gonna get fucked, and, like, he might not win an award, a single award on here, but, like. Him and Sami Zayn had two of the better years, but at least, like, Ziggler also had, like, the character stuff to go with it, um, and he rebuilt himself. Yep. You know, he built himself back like, up. He like, could have been out of here with, like, Ryback and Cody Rhodes and all those guys eventually. Remember a year ago? Like, he re-signed a year ago, and it was like, had had this been the year for the sign-up? Like, he might, he might have just never even, like, luckiest deal came up a year ago as opposed to this year. Otherwise, he might have just been like, I'm out of here. Take right. New Japan or wherever else. I can't do the show. I'm just going to do the comedy thing. I'm done. Right. Um, so, like shout out to Ziggler. He was on here two different times. Styles was on here, let's see, one, two, three, four different matches. Right, but I'm saying, like, even, like, okay, so you also throw out um, the uh, matches that didn't even make the card. So, like, the, the, the IC ladder match at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Ziggler was in that. Uh, you also have uh, the match that uh, the career match that he's in that he, he got nominated for. That you know he just didn't win. Um, on here, like you have the ladder match that he just had with, with Miz. Like they, he, the boy did some, what does yes. good work this year, yeah. man. The boy yeah, does we, a good work. Yeah, send, send that man a tweet. You know, like <laughs> like hey man, we, you know, keep, you, yeah, keep, you, keep 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 it going. You know, keep on the good work, son. <laughs> Um, you appreciate when you go out there and you know almost kill yourself. Yep. So uh, moving on. Oh yeah, we can't we can't go on without talking about Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns and how happy people were. Oh my gosh, it was just like that, that might be like if this if instead of best if this was like most orgasmic that would have been it. Yep. That was. That <laughs> uh, yeah, man beat Roman Reigns and people just lost their minds. Yeah, man. Like, Fresh off that suspension, look, Woo. like that went from. Like, yeah, this is one of the best Raws ever. And then he beat that man. I was like, best Raw ever. Not one of <laughs> Best Raw ever. Oh, man. Like, I defy you to come out there and find, like, find another episode of Raw that had three matches that damn good. Right. And they have surprise and, like, build a guy in one night. Like, has one, has one guy been built in one night, like, one night of Raw, like, since, like, one, two, three kid? 
Like this upset upsetting Razor Ramon. Like it was nuts. Like that dude was immediately like brought him up as a star. And remember, we thought like we don't know how this shit's gonna go with them. Right. Like they better not fucking up because he's he got all the money in the world with all of that like face paint, all the all the merchandise. Don't fuck this up. And they're like, yep, they they finally they finally figured it out. And then you know, dissipates his shoulder, and then it's all done. And then they did the Demon King thing too, and just the ooh. Demon King. Yeah. Ooh, that WWE branding that was just on display more than ever this year. I feel like. Yeah. So the next category is the NXT not slash non main roster match of the year. So we had to create a category that was kind of separate from the regular pay per view matches, but it was including takeovers and it was including like stuff like the CWC. So uh, your nominees: DIY versus the Revival One, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn, Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe, NXT Takeover Dallas. And on to what I like to call the Kota Bushi section. Uh, <laughs> Kota Bushi versus Cedric Alexander, Kota Bushi versus Brian Kendrick, and Kota Bushi versus TJ Perkins. Um, unfortunately, uh, we didn't get to see more of Kota Bushi because it seems like he had a pretty high batting average out here. Yeah. Uh, and if you told me when the year started I was going to see Kota Bushi in WWE, I'd be like, how? Well, you like, did say WWE. You saw the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. Same thing. The man said, no, I ain't done. Like, I don't want to do this for money. Then what are you doing it for? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up and take. Shut up. Why don't you want Vince Man's money? I mean, he takes enough. Vince Man takes enough of ours. Why don't y'all take some of his? God damn it. <clears throat> if you ask Vince to choose between him or Nakamura, who do you think he chooses? Ooh, that's tough. Like, you got to bring him to the main roster. And you got to be your guy. You got to choose between those two. I think he chooses between Kota Ibushi because he can. He, um,. He can probably market him like he can make him like a pretty boy. I think it's I think it's a bushy too. And then he's he's got the body. I think that's why I think it's a bushy. And the high flying. I think that's why I think it's a bushy. A bushy. Like, bro, all you gotta do is bro, that moonsault, bro. Like <laughs> Yeah. Like, just go out there and do that. You know, you'll be alright. Like, look, no knock no knock is Nakamura. Nakamura is far more um is far more charismatic. It's just like like he he matched he not he just like he ticks off all the boxes that like it for for a Japanese performer that, that I imagine that Vince would want, like he's not rough. Like, like he looks like, and he's about that life. I, yes, like like it's like he's he, he doesn't look rough, but he is rough. Like, like, <laughs> like especially so palm and, strikes and then the age too. Yeah. He's about uh, three years younger than Nakamura. Man, please come back, man. Right. Come back, please. As they say, and Friday. Stay. No, come, come back. Like come back. Like come back and burn that man's passport. He's he stuck here. Yep. He might as well just he, wrestle. Let's go to work. Yeah, man. They get his work visa, man. Work on work on this dual citizenship. Come <laughs> on, man. Good plan. So winning with fifty nine point eight percent of the vote, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn, and yeah, I'm in complete agreement. Yeah, that's what I voted for. Um, like that, you know. If we open this thing up to where just best matches, period, that WWE put on. This was it. As a, as a, yeah, that would have been it, yeah. Like, I mean, in Dummy Run, there's still issues. The matches, I still just like, Emmy Queezy, and I talked about you, talked about this with you earlier, just like, yeah. it takes me out the match when I see Babyface, Good Do Good, or Sami Zayn, like, like repeatedly bludgeoning, repeatedly bludgeoning uh, uh, Nakamura, down Nakamura, like, in the face over and over and over. Like, uh, you know. Like those the guys, match, I, I still like even though it took me out at points with, with some of the just the strong style stuff. That's not my bag at all. But fighting spirit, it, he was just fantastic. Like that match, was fantastic for everything like, from the entrances to people seeing Nakamura for the first time, and it looks like this man bought the score. I, I think they got whistled down. Oh, okay. 
Um, the the entrance. I need to watch that match again. This is one of the few. I now I told you this before. I rarely rewatch matches. Um, like why? I don't know. It's just like in the moment. Like you know, I try to keep it for what it is in the moment. Then like you know. Now, like next year, I'll go back and rewatch these matches you, again. You just know why for I rewatch fun. matches? Why? Because like I'm around other people, uh-huh. and like I talk, and I'm and, and like I'm really bad at multitasking, so it's hard for me to like hold a conversation or, or even a part of a conversation, even if it's on what, what I'm paying attention to, like while watching it. So what I need, to, so what I need to do is like, so what I do is I'll go back and I'll rewatch the stuff because like so I can have a. A clear saying of like well, my full attention of what this was, as opposed to right. while I'm like talking to Josh or you or Jeremy or whoever else or Belvis about this stuff, like you know, because there's, there's plenty. You know how many matches I've seen? I'm be like, eh, eh, whatever, and then I go back and I'm like, holy shit, this match is incredible. Uh-huh. I was too busy talking to y'all, y'all. <laughs> See, I, I don't know. I feel like I do a good job of processing it in the moment. Oh, um, I mean, we're different. Like, I'm, I, like yeah. yeah, like I, I, I need, like, I'm really like. I like to put full attention to stuff. So they uh, Nakamura and Zayn won over the next uh, best match by forty nine votes, and uh, I felt like Nakamura and Zayn like just that was the single best thing WWE produced when the match was announced. I was like, this is the match of WrestleMania weekend, and he's gone. Let's go, let's go. Old man swerve on that man. Go Nooney, go Nooney, go Go, Nooney. Struggle, boys. Yes, hell yeah. And it's only the first quarter. Woo! Four, 17 points. Bro, I thought they were going to... The round thought, is on. I thought that's all they were going to score in this game. Wow. Now, Michigan is a fantastic... Like, Michigan's defense might be every bit as good or better than Alabama's. I'll wow. give you an example of how ridiculous their defense is. Yes. Um, Nakamura is a... To me, it was the single best match WWE produced. Uh, Nakamura, <laughs> it was on the level of his New Japan matches and... Just watch it again. I watched it four times this year. So I watched it. I think I may have watched it three times. All right, and that's a lot for me just going to rewatch a current year match. Yeah, um, maybe I feel like he need to dig up, like you I heard like beat I heard going through crates trying to find you know digging crates. <laughs> you know, you terrible. Know. Um, the second place match was DIY versus the Revival One, which was fans oh tag, tag team excellence. You know, honestly, man. Like, those two, I mean, I'm sure I have. I just don't remember, but, like, it doesn't come to me. Like, I think those DIY um, revival matches are the best tag team matches I've ever seen in my life. Wow. They're up there. Like, I, like, I, I don't I, what, know what, where what, else what you else, go. What else would, like, traditional tag team matches. What else would yeah, come to like, mind for you? It's just, like, like, maybe some of the, like, the Rhodes Brothers versus the Shield matches. Like, maybe that, but and that was on a different level, like, as far as, like, the emotion behind it. I mean, like, if you want to say Shield versus Team Hell, no, and, and Ryback, okay, but that's a, that's a, not a, tag that's team a, that's a tornado match. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking about, like, like you know, you, like the, the you Rhodes brothers versus, right. versus Rollins and Reigns. Right. Like, like, you're talking about, like, they won the title from Shield. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah, that's definitely, that's up there, but, like, bro, they had three match. they had three finishes. No, the night they got their jaws back. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Like, the matches. Like the first match, all of those false finishes are magic are, are like endings to matches that are like to all like those endings need to be remembered and they need to keep in their back pocket for like when they get on the main roster or whatever else and use those shits. Like I got this. Like, like yeah, oh you're at WrestleMania, use that. Like right. you somehow you got lucky enough to actually have a tag team, a normal tag team match on the card, use that. 
Yeah. You lose, you made the crowd go fucking nuts. And bro, they had like, they had at least three or four unbelievable false finishes. That just could not, I was like, I didn't know you could do that. Right. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. Uh, so moving on, uh, 14th category. Match is so good that I've only seen Johnny Gargano r- wrestle in tag matches. And I'm constantly <laughs> saying, like, he's one of the 25 best wrestlers on the planet. I've only seen him wrestle twice. I've only seen him, like, for wrestling, like, maybe a grand total of 10 minutes or eh, 20 minutes of wrestling time ever. Uh, there you go. We had our failure of the year. Woo. Which was this was this was real easy to come up with. Oh yeah, I'm sure. We, I'm sure we kept. We made. How long could we have made this list? I think we could have went like 15 deep, maybe more. <laughs> uh, we capped it at seven. So um, failure of the year: Roman Reigns being coronated again, the cruiserweight division, the brand split, Brock Lesnar, long ass shows. NXT call-ups and WWE baby faces. So, winning or losing with <laughs> with thirty-seven or thirty-one percent of the vote was Roman Reigns being coronated again. Wow! And I don't know what see, I voted for. I see. My answer was baby. I, I voted for that. My answer was the baby faces because listen. If you if you have issue with Roman Reigns, you know what else encapsul- encapsulates that? You have issue that's, with babyface. That's baby faces. Like you know, I just you know earlier I lost my mind about just how bad they mess up this stuff for all this thing. This is a part of it as well. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand how you can have this company like this and do it. And then, you know, if you were to say the brand split is an issue, right? Yeah. Well, it's an issue, but you can also, from one extent, look at it as it's actually been a success, uh-huh. right? Given given how far SmackDown's numbers have risen compared to how low Raw's numbers have gone down since the split, you make an argument that they've improved as opposed to gone down. Yeah, you can say that. Like in SmackDown, SmackDown wasn't pulling in any, uh, wasn't pulling in almost or Three over two and a half. Yeah. That wasn't happening. Right before they went live with this brand split. Um, I say Roman Reigns like the the coronation because WrestleMania got reflected in his image. Uh, with that, with apathy, <laughs> with just like you know, with a blah match. Yep, with a blah match in front of a hundred thousand motherfuckers in there. Has has Triple H had a had a good WrestleMania main event match yet? Yes, him versus Cena. That was a good match. How was uh, him and Jericho in two thousand two? I don't remember. Yeah, it okay. was just cool. Well, a lot of the air was let out of the room after what happened right before. And, and the air was let out of the room here, and also the Triple H and Randy Orton match. Yeah, that was So, yeah, this was like part two that of that. That man stayed getting up hand. At least this time, he didn't get upstage. He was just bad. Right. Or just blah. Right. And uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I can ride with you on that, like, WWE baby faces. Wouldn't it have been worse if Undertaker Shane had been good and and then, like, we got the same result of a match between those two. I mean, like, everybody was on point except for you, motherfuckers. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> They've been really bad. Really, really bad. Um, beating, winning by, they won by 10 votes over the Cruiserweight division, who got 23% of the votes. And they, yeah, that Cruiserweight division, like, the first, like, four or five would, months of it was just terrible. 205 Live has breathed some life. Into the cruiserweight division. What I will say is this: Would it be? Oh my god, he almost got killed. Would it be worse? Okay, if we did this after 
like if he did this voting, most of the votes were in before Neville showed back up, right? So if Neville had showed back up, given what he's been doing since he's been back and he's killing people left and right, do you think the vote? Do you think some of those votes went elsewhere? I, I believe they would have. I, I think Neville, long ass shows might have got a couple bit more because Neville's been like the most impressive thing on TV, like. The last two, three weeks. That, 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 the heel interviews, like, like what the hell has gotten into that guy? I mean, man, sick of sitting at home. Right, he's a killer. He's a straight-up killer. So, um... I'm glad he's back. He's like, what are y'all doing? Why are, where is this guy? Yep. Let's go. Uh, so, yeah, okay, I'll go with you on this one, James. WWE Babyfaces. It only pulled, let's see, 9.3% of the vote, but you've convinced me. That the the winner of this category falls right within that one. So, <laughs> um, up next uh, category uh, we had to add on there was the single top moment of the year, and this was strictly added because oh like, wow, we need to talk about you know a couple of things in here. Uh, so the um, nominees are Seth Rollins' shock return, uh, Goldberg squashing Brock Lesnar, Styles beating Cena at SummerSlam. Nakamura's first entrance, Ambrose cashing in Money in the Bank, Triple H entering the Royal Rumble at 30, and Daniel Bryan's retirement speech. I don't know how I left out AJ debuting at the Royal Rumble, but, yeah. Um, I don't, see, I, I don't know. Like, maybe it was room for me because I sounded like it was already like one of those rumors, one of those money in the mini, like, Royal Rumble rumors you hear right. every year. So when it came through, the like, oh, well, I already saw it on deck. It wasn't like, a, you know, I stayed away from it, and then, like, I heard about this, and this is great that this dude is here. But, um, yeah, you know, you know, jokingly, my answer is uh, Triple H. That one actually got the least votes. Got two votes. I don't, well, man, they need to make it in mind. If they don't raise me the champion, then you are happy that you saw, right. you saw the game, uh, the showing game, up uh, to, to come and, you know, <laughs> take the butt off that, off that dude, you that know? geek. You know, but I understand people don't, you know, Triple H is a wrestler, they, they're just over it, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it, though. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, winning the fan vote with 30.2% of the votes, we all fucking marked out Goldberg squashing Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah. That, that's also some recency bias in that, too. You know? um, I would, and, and the thing is... Because I, I can imagine, like, like after the, Wrestle, after the WrestleMania match, when it's going to be bad, because you know it's going to be bad, yep. it'd be, they look back and be like, yeah, uh, you know. Oh, it turned, no. That turned into shit. Like, it was, like, it was it diamonds, that diamond into doo-doo. Yeah, what? Yeah, it was, <laughs> diamonds into doo-doo. Exactly. So, I'm going to overrule them. It was Daniel Bryan's retirement speech. Yeah, it really was. The single top moment in wrestling this year, um, it put to bed... Um, what the the whole Daniel Bryan saga they got out of it, it jacking the WrestleMania season again, even though he wasn't in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, it gave closure to that that whole story. He came out there. It wasn't a promo. He came out there and proved why he was the man. All in one speech. He showed up. It looked like the end of an era. It felt like the end of an era, and it was like wow. It was a sign of things to come for terrible happenings in 2016. It was more than wrestling. It was like it was more. It was more than just dumbass wrestling. It was a dude that was. It was a dude that was earnest and honest and vulnerable and um, you know, showing his sadness amongst people that you know really genuinely you know were entertained for 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 the few years they had him. 
and appreciative of those years. Like, you know, that dude is just flat. Like, that dude in his whole career and how this storyline thing went is so far different than what we've gotten, you know, since we got back into watching wrestling in 2011, where it's just so far different. Like, it, it's, a, it's a level of sincerity that just, like, it's nobody else got that. He's the only guy. Yep. And he was the one. Like, he was the one that they wanted. They wanted Roman Reigns to be the the big baby face and, you know, the hero. And Daniel Bryan was the hero to a lot of people watching this stuff. And, and it was just like, he was so good. It's funny that, like, I think about Daniel Bryan and I, I'm trying to figure out and, like, come to terms on how to explain this. But, like, to me, if you were to say what single character in WWE history has the greatest, like, career arc as, like, a story, like, story to story to story to story, and if it was a book, like, which is the best book, and it, it Daniel Bryan, the book of Daniel Bryan be the best book in WWE history. And to cap it off with that is just, like, that just adds on to it. Yep. Like, I, you know, is it, I think you said, I think you said this, or you said you read it somewhere, that someone compared his, you know, his, um, his retirement speech to like Luke Garrett's freaking speech. Right. The luckiest which, man alive. Yes, like, yeah. Which is like, you know, like when I think of like some speeches, like goodbye speeches, like I think of the, 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 you know, for, you know, I think of Magic Johnson HIV retirement and I think of like how you always say like, you can see like Kareem, like just, they're just like, they're shaking their head, like, I can't believe this shit. Like, yeah. this dude's go, and then, but then the same thing with like Luke Garrett's speech is like Babe Ruth is sitting next to him in the back just like holding his hat his hat off just looking fucking sad as fuck while he's standing too. It's mm-hmm. like I mean there's nobody back there who's like, yeah bro, you just sit there like damn bro, I guess you could say going? that like how Brie Bella came out at the end and was just hurting him. Like yeah. and it was like wow his wife is right there. She's a wrestler too and her her career is gonna end shortly too because they're gonna of, like yeah. they're gonna go work on their family and all yeah. that. And it's just like there's nothing like like, everything that happened great on here. Triple H entering the Royal Rumble. Ambrose cashing in. Nakamura debuting. Styles beating Cena. The Rollins return. Like, those are in their own category, I feel like. Yeah. This is just like, you can show this speech. I feel like if you sat you someone down. You can show down, this to somebody that doesn't watch wrestling, that's never seen anything, to be like, yeah, all you have to say is. This is one of the greatest motherfuckers ever. No, you play. have to say like, that. You'd be like, look, <laughs> this is a guy that this is a guy that that was a professional wrestler, and and you know, there's going to what talking about the fakeness of wrestling, and so I'd be like, this guy is a professional wrestler, and he had, a, and they, and, they, and the company forced him to retire because of concussions. Just watch this, and what, and there you go, and you, and like, and all you gotta say to him is like, that level of sincerity, what you, you know, what you feel and glean from that, that is exactly. What his entire career was. What his entire career was for pretty much the five years he was there. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad he showed up as a regular character on Talking Smack again. He's been thoroughly entertaining. Uh, I'm happy to see him every week. I I truly am. Right. It was just like, man, they they kept him off TV for so long, and it was just like, the the void of Daniel Bryan, they will never fill it. Nope. I I don't care what they do. Like, who they try to manufacture is Sami Zayn ain't Daniel Bryan. He's one of those most generation guys. Like, he's just one of those guys that was literally like, Man, it was people, a comment. Like, like people, people were <laughs> so just relatable, and you know, he, like in a sort of way, he's almost like the Dusty Rose of this this little era. Yep, uh, that's that's a good place to end there. Um, so, the success of the year. Uh, 
We have uh, nominated. We have Goldberg's return. Um, AJ Styles falling out of the sky and saving the promotion, essentially. Um, stepping in right for Daniel Bryan, in a sense. Um, the execution of the CWC, um, how they, you know, presented it from in-ring to video packages to the tournament. Uh, SmackDown's rebirth slash talking smack. Um, Chris Jericho reinventing himself in the Survivor Series men's match. Um, even though it went 52 minutes. But, um, it doesn't matter. It was really, really good. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, um, winning with 35.7% of the vote and beating his closest challenger by 16 votes was AJ Styles falling out of the sky and saving WWE. Yeah. Um, like, if not for... If, it's one of those same things where you add it all up, right? If, if AJ doesn't show up, then... There's also a chunk of uh, the Survivor Series matches that you know doesn't work from the storyline aspects of it. That, I mean, that match is really built on storyline, uh, on storytelling. Um, then SmackDown, who knows what SmackDown is if AJ's not there? And Cena's off TV. That's a flag. He should be flagged. Yep. Um, so you don't get the match of the year. That too. <laughs> like, there's a lot of stuff that's just like you don't get Roman Reigns having. Great, you know, a great start to his reign. He doesn't have a single great feud in this entire se- entire year. Um, and and he's your number one. He's your number one babyface of the future. Yeah, like Styles has just been. He's absolutely incredible. The folks got it right on this one. Um, from the theme music to how how it works, like they don't want none. Like just being hilarious, like and also being they don't want none when it comes to comparing them to me. They don't want none <laughs> uh, of of the offense. They don't want none of the move set. They don't want, you know, they don't want to see me in, in any type of anything. Like, I'm the phenomenal one, you know, yeah. for lack of their better words. Like, Styles has literally showed up and been a revelation. And who, like, this time last year, we were looking at it like, wow, this was a weird year in wrestling. Yeah. And then Styles shows up. Everybody kept getting hurt. Yep. It's like, it's like oh, wow, where the fucking. WrestleMania's going to be shit. Yep. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine if not for all those injuries, like we, AJ might even like they might even not even have wanted AJ. Yeah, like, like, yeah, no, we're, we're good. We got Cesaro and, and Seth and, and Cena and you know and we'll call some of the NFC guys and, up. And, and Orton, yeah, we're good. We're good here. Dudes kept dropping like flies, and then all of a sudden there there was like an opening, and it made them get somebody better than all of them. This <laughs> like it's amazing. It's amazing. You know how hard it is to say that you found somebody better than Seth Rollins. Yep. Seth freaking Rollins. Yep. Like, like yeah, you're, you're just going to have to wait. Um, but SmackDown's rebirth and talking Smack, I think it's, it's worth talking about a little bit. Um, SmackDown yeah. is consistently, I think, since the brand split, um, I would say probably like on a 2 to 1 ratio, maybe 2.5 to 1. I would say I would say 75% of the time they're the better show. Yeah, better than Raw. And it's not simply because of the length. It's the, it being coherent them giving new characters a chance to shine, them also, I know they had the James Ellsworth, like, uh, block of time, but it came on. There was a reason it caught on. So, you know, you kind of got to give it up to SmackDown there. Um, We like to see Dale Bryan and Shaman Man. We don't have to look at Stephanie and all the authority. There's There's no no guy coming. I mean, obviously the Cena thing, but, you know, like there is no mandatory weekly 
come out there and talk for fifteen, like for ten to fifteen minutes to open the show. Like they don't. That's not a thing. Like and you know, that's like, that's a lot of weight is lifted off by by that happening. Oh man. So is that Jake Blood? Eighty-eight. Yeah. All right. I don't know. So the best tight end in college football was probably going to get drafted pretty, not really high, pretty high. Looks like. Looks like he's gonna be in like his draft stock just plummeted because he just got really hurt bad. <sighs> and then y'all want to talk about these kids that decided to sit out. But David, look, this is an orange book. Yeah. Ima- can you imagine what happened to Lynn Fournette or Christian McCaffrey that blew their knee out or something like that or something Ooh. stupid like that in, in the in the in the mobile in, in the Cotex Bowl? Like a lot imagine? of a lot of people had to walk that shit back. They really had to walk that shit back. You need to walk it back like this. Like it's football. Like guys get hurt playing football. You can't avoid getting hurt while playing football because it's football. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's a mean, It's literally a meaningless game. It has no impact on anything. Look, people show up um, and they already get whatever money. The schools already get whatever money they can by making that bowl. Um, it does. It, it has virtually no, virtually none. Um, effect on recruiting. Like if you like, if people are have already chosen where you're going to go, whether you win or lose. Like I, I, I don't think I've ever heard of a story. I mean, I'm sure there are a few here and there, but generally speaking, when you hear these stories about how top recruits where they choose to go, it never comes down to whether it's always goes to school. You be like, wait, they just got blown out in the bowl game. Doesn't matter, right? Um, like for example, Florida State this last year, they finished what second, second or third overall in recruiting. They got beat by a group of five team in the in the, in the bowl game. Nobody cared. And then this happened. Nobody anyway, cares. Yeah, anyway, just back, back to the lecture at hand. Um, where were we? Um, the success of the year and talking about SmackDown's rebirth and talking smack. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's – I mean, if there's anything that WWE could actually be like, yeah, this is an success. You can't take this from us. SmackDown and, and talking smack is definitely it. Jericho re- reinventing himself, got a lot of love as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he found a way to do it again. He's a Madonna of wrestling. Um, (laughs) and to our, we have come to the end, James. Uh, it's been a, it's been a great show so far. I know what's next. (laughs) You know what's next. And we always save the best one for last because it is always the biggest controversy of the year. And it is our favorite award, the IWC award. Um, and this goes to the biggest internet controversy. In the past, we've had CM Punk walking out on WWE. Yeah. We've had... What were some other ones that we had? Oh, I mean, we always have a normal one and talk coordinating, uh, like, the fans versus... Yes. Like, cancel WWE Network. Yeah, different stuff like that. Yeah. That's a good one. So, um... Wow. He's done. He just blew his knee out. They showed a replay, Jay Butt blew his knee out. That's fuck. That's Unbelievable. fucking terrible, man. That sucks. That, that's fucking Let's hope he's terrible. okay. He's walking off, but, I mean, you saw his knee just hyperextended. Right. Like, no, nah, man, that's... What the hell are they doing? They're doing this straight line bullshit. They'll, they'll, uh, they'll break out of that. Yeah. They're just Yeah. They're out there trolling. Yeah. Literally trolling. But, um, the IWC award. Um, we've had seven different nominations. Um, starting with, why is insert... Uh, why is insert name here still in NXT? Nah. Um, so that's like Joe Nakamura, Oscar, Balor at one point, right? Bailey no, at one point. Bailey, yeah. Um, Brock going off book in quotation marks at SummerSlam, <laughs> which people lost their 
freaking minds over and, I mean, and didn't like see it, bro. It was so it was such a bad decision that you had to think like, no, nah, this they couldn't pop. They wouldn't. They wouldn't possibly think of doing some dumb shit like this. This had to be. <laughs> they had to be Brock of his own volition deciding to do such a, such a ridiculous thing. All right, just put it off on Brock, right? Bro, I um, mean, it was so ridiculous. You'd be like, not even WWE would do something this dumb. That's exactly what you would think. Uh, we got Roman Reigns versus the fans. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 feud of the year, uh, almost uh, every year. And and when we say versus the fans, I mean like the reaction to the drug test and his championship runs and opportunities. Got, hey man, I got a question. Yeah. So like, when Roman Reigns gets uh, gets inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, are we gonna boo him? Oh yes. Damn, bro. That's so, oh yes. That's so, that's so which, which, which you thought it was? <laughs> hey, the 2025 class or the 2035 class in WWE. Dana, Dana, boo this man! That's terrible. Like that man's gonna get booed. Like younger generations bro, will learn this. We won't even. Do, I don't think we'll even boo Cena. No, I won't. And we're gonna boo Roman. Damn, Roman's gonna get the shit booed out of the Hall of Fame. Yes, you shouldn't be here. Terrible man. Terrible. Uh, the overload of WWE content. Um, yeah, every like every week it seemed like they were announcing a new show, a new belt, a new uh, sh- uh, pay per view, a new like you know type of thing they haven't done before. A WWE Network exclusive a show. Something still, we have to watch. Do they still have main event? No. Do they still have superstars? No, they don't have superstars. They have main event. Okay, so I think I know they did, and then I don't know what happened to it. Yeah. Like it might have got. I don't know if it got stopped because of uh, two or five live or not. Right. But between, uh, so between Raw was three hours, SmackDown was two hours. Um, two or five live and Talking Smack, um, which are what an hour and a half. You combine those two. Then NXT's an hour long, and then every the week there's a every other week there's a freaking. Um, Pay per view that either is either two and a half hours or three hours. Mm-hmm. Then every four months there is a takeover which is two hours long, and a pay per view, and a Raw, and a SmackDown all in a row. Yeah, like if there's and if, NXT. We're at, if we're one of those big four shows, then yeah, definitely. Yeah. So like Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, that's what you're doing in the week. Yep. Um, the part-timer contract perks revealed, like revealing how they didn't, they were not tested for violations and all that stuff and the reaction to that. <laughs> and wondering, hey, was The Rock pissing in the cup? Was Triple H pissing in the cup? It's also funny because it was almost, CM Punk, for, or not, he, he, he sort of like <clears throat> told us this in the Cole Cabana interview and he was like when he was the Triple H thing he's like yeah we need to test you or whatever he's like I'm not pissing a cup you pissing a cup right and it's like that's exactly what he meant like you're a mate you're a part timer now so you don't have to you you don't have to uh, take a PED test right it's like Batista he came back full time so he had to take a test yeah so um hashtag black excellence was on there uh and that, was, that was that was a fun week yep and just trying to, you know, you know the the reflection of, of oh, we'll get to it in a minute. Um, this belt sucks. That was also on there. So real quick on Black Excellence, I feel like we took some time on our podcast uh, probably a couple weeks ago explaining this to folks. But it was like the the a lot of the same arguments used in the, you know politics 
and a lot of everyday life type things that you know involve black folks in America. It seemed like it trampled over to our little world of wrestling over here. And those same like types of responses, you know, were kind of lobbed. And I feel like you know we went on social media and pretty much um, what dismantled them, uh, for lack of a better word. And what we said here on our podcast, and Kofi Kingston had to explain it as well. It did not in the voting. It did awful. It got one single vote. Well, I mean, it ultimately is you know. I guess it's a good thing that it wasn't the highest voted thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, there are places that, like, actually really did a full-on full on podcast. It's like... Yeah, well, of like, course they don't think it was a controversy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the whole thing is, it became, you know, they, it, it, was, it was a thing where it was, like, a, a thing where, like, other, like, they said this, people lost their minds over it. It's like, it was crazy. That, like, it, it, was a, it was a thing for a week, and then it was, like, gone. 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 It's, it's, it's weird. I mean, it's just weird. So, um, we're going to go to the voting. Uh, with 38% of the vote, Roman Reigns yep, versus did. the fans. <laughs> I voted for that as well. What finished second and third? Um, Roman Reigns versus the fans. Uh, you might be shocked on uh, the second one. I'm kind of shocked because I would have think uh, Lesnar would have been a little bit higher. But um, winning by... The, the 27 votes over this belt sucks. I know people were fucking furious at how the belt looked, and it basically hijacked the SummerSlam, uh, big match at SummerSlam, and, you know, people still kind of talk about the belts of this day. Uh, to me, it's just a red belt. Yeah, same here. I don't care. Like, and it, looks, it looks literally like literally like a modified belt, that, like a custom-made belt. So, I mean, a lot of people, like Ultimate Warrior you know, or some you, shit. Yeah, like, you know how people make, like, you know you, you know, people like to buy, like, those custom J's, which everybody's like, why would you ever get custom J's? Because the second you come out there with, some, with, some, with some all red 14, with some all red uh, uh, 12s on, people would be like, those shit's fake. I don't care if you bought the real ones and then you went and got them somewhere else. Them shit's is fake. Yep. Um, I would have thought Brock going off book would have done better because there's the sheer amount of people I felt like that were smart to it. And then the, the amount the, that weren't. And the attached Jericho thing, too, because that was also a story as well. Right. But Roman Reigns versus the fans unquestionably, like, ran away with the voting. Um, from not only his lackluster main event at WrestleMania, him being the square focus of the Royal Rumble match and us seeing right through that, yep. um, them carrying him off to take him away so he didn't have to interact with Brock Lesnar in the Royal Rumble match. He failed that drug test, which opened up the, the can of worms, you know, for Lesnar to later fail. Which is like, it, was, it also gets you more heat because it's like, look, man. We already it, don't it, like you. Well, not even that. It's like, okay, me and you were talking about this, uh, or we're talking about how Alvarez was talking about, um, Brian Alvarez was talking about how they're pushing Corbin. And... The match that he had with Ziggler and AJ Styles on SmackDown this week, and if and the whole thing is, if AJ doesn't kick out to save Corbin's ass, if Corbin had been six foot two instead of six foot seven or whatever the hell he is, that'd have been the end of his push. Uh-huh. He'd been, they would have put his ass in park right there, and who knows if who knows if he's in the company two years from now because they they had to right, fuck well, him. they had to do all this stuff around to try to fix the fact that he's a champion, right? And it's the same thing where like you make a mistake and your ass is grass here, but if you're a chosen, if you're one of those guys that they that they quote unquote that they pick and choose, then none of that shit matters. And him failing that drug test should have been the end of him 
him being pushed down everybody's throat in a main eventing Raw more than anybody else, more than more even than, as the United even, States champion, yeah, even more than the actual fucking champion. Even while he's a champion with a belt and only has defended the shit maybe three times since he's won it in no was it October or September when he won that shit? Yeah, September. There you go. So, like that should have added up even more fire onto it. And I mean, this thing won in the landslide because you know that, but they they didn't even thought like this is why like after the whole drug test thing like this is why you make Seth Rollins your baby face. You move on from this guy, and then you try it a year from now or two years from now, but you just turn him heel because he's clearly heel. People are booing him, and he's filing fucking drug tests. Like, <laughs> I don't. What? What? How much more of a bad guy does he have to be? Yeah, and and they when he came back, it was pretty much you know he he did his couple couple of jobs, and then it was right back to schedule programming when the second half of the year was coming around, and it's time to go into WrestleMania season again. Reigns. We, we we came to a decision uh, before we, uh, we we were putting this thing together that we were going to rename this award next year. If things go, keep going the way that they're going, we are going to name this the Roman Reigns versus the fans IWC award. Yep, and it's one because now it's three straight, right? Pretty much. Like, it's just like these, these things are going to add up. You know, like we have the Ric Flair Wrestler of the Year because yep. Ric Flair was a great wrestler every year. That's why. And this Roman Reigns fans versus the fans... Is they're not, they're not like they're not having it, and you're not, and another thing is like not only are they not having it, y'all not even like um, doing stuff creative enough on a consistent basis to get this shit over. Like they're just saying, you know what? Uh, make them fight a foreigner. We're gonna wrap them in the flag. We're gonna like this. That would that would have been great if this was you know 1985. <laughs> <laughs> it would have swimmingly well him being abusive or whatever. But like, hey and he acted like a dick the whole time. So as Russo playing, it was like. He started a few. I mean, Jerry, he's not like Russo interrupted him. Right. I mean, like, you're an asshole. Why yeah. would I root for you? You're an asshole. Yep. And it's like, would Daniel Bryan have ever done this? No. Nope. Like, I don't know, man. Like, this is, Roman Reigns versus the fans is an all-encompassing issue in WWE versus baby, WWE babyfaces. It fucked up the main event of WrestleMania. Um... Uh, Raw in a part is failing on his watch. Like, bro, it's so, yep, and it's so bad now at the point where like they don't even know what the hell they're going to do in WrestleMania. Yep, and, yeah. and he might have to fight Braun Strowman. Bro, that'd be such a fucking disaster. That and I think people would be pissed at that too. Be like, are you fucking serious? You're going to se- seriously come out here and book him against Braun Strowman and tell us this shit is impressive? Like, no one's buying that, bro. Like, I don't... Bro, we got people out here rooting for fucking terrible Braun Strowman. Bro, Strowman's going to get over it, and I think people are going to root for him. They are! What do you mean you think they are, bro? We, you, I guarantee you by somebody, if it, it, whenever, it, whenever it comes down, I guarantee you people are going to be behind that man. It's Let's just like the Lesnar shit. It's, like, it's just like the Lesnar shit. Like, when people hated Brock, they hated his guts, and then they, they started falling behind him when he squashed Cena. Yep. Then they started falling behind him when, when he was awesome at the Royal Rumble. So let Strowman come out here and throw nine motherfuckers out of the Royal Rumble and, and get hot. Such a bad idea, man. Such a bad idea. Roman Reigns versus the fans. So if this happens then, next year, all right, let's say he, we're right. renaming it. Now, now let's say they don't. He doesn't fight Strowman, right? Who would be his? Who would, like if you can't? Given what we know about the card now, if he doesn't fight Strowman. Who would else? Who else would be an option for for uh, for Roman? 
Finn Balor returning, and that's not guaranteed. He's there, there's, there's somebody else too. We've talked, we've talked pretty in depth about him not uh, not having anything at the WrestleMania scene this year either. AJ Styles, yes. And tell me how fucking it would be. It would be so bad for them. It would be so bad for Roman. Like they they've yet to figure this out with this dude. Like it's just frustrating. Like I'm more frustrated with WWE that they haven't figured out what to do with this dude and like Roman himself. Like you know me wrong. He's done himself no favors either. But like this is just. Hey man, either cut bait or turn him heel and then and try again a year from now. Or two years from now. It's like they don't get it, man. Like they refuse. Like, like they I like the their business like somehow they're trying to convince themselves that he's a draw, which and he's not. He's not. He's a he's a negative draw. He just like he's literally just a guy like anybody else they put in the main event. Yep. Just like anybody else, just like Seth Rollins, just like Dio Dean actually at one point was a better draw than he was. Right. But whatever. Yeah. There, there's no there's no tangible or, in, un, or in, intangible evidence to prove that he is actually the guy that they they they, they put they done all this shit for. Except them moving the goalposts for him, like and, and and he accomplishes these things or lack thereof with the goalposts being moved for him. Yeah. Like, every excuse they wouldn't give Daniel Bryan, they would give Roman Reigns uh, to be in that spot. Uh, the whole thing with Rollins, like, coming back, you know, it, it all links back to Roman Reigns and the fans rejecting him. And it's just, it's like a, it's like a cancer that's just, like, spreading through the product. <laughs> it's a cancer. Like, pretty soon the whole body is just going to be decrepit and, you know, you know, who knows? I don't, I don't think it'll kill the company. No, like that Roman Reigns isn't. No, I don't, I don't like it's not going to go that far. I, I want to take that back. I don't want to, you know, think people would think I'm like crazy or anything. But this is going to derail storylines, big events. Keep storylines, storylines, bro. What? Okay. Let's. All right. Since he's turned, or since the Shield broke up, what was his first few after the Shield broke up? Randy Orton, right? Yes. Okay, that worked. Well, no, let's do this since. Since well, was a, since it was Royal immediate. Rumble, it was since, a, since Royal uh, Rumble 2015, 2015, when it all when it all fell down. All right, he's in a face versus face uh, feud with Daniel Bryan for a month. They put him over. He wins in a great match. Nobody gave a fuck. Yep. Um. He 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 goes out there and takes a beating from Brock Lesnar and makes it a tie, and then he gets cashing on for sympathy. So you'd be like, damn, this dude, this dude, this, this dude. dude fought his heart out, and then he got fucked at the end. Nobody cared. Nobody cares. He, 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 he chases after Seth in, in multi-man uh, title matches. Nobody cares. Uh, Bray Wyatt shows up. Bad feud. Nobody got over. Bray Wyatt is the eater of bad of the compelling television. Yep. Moving. No one. They, they, they didn't get him over. Moving on. Uh, I don't even know what happened after that. I'm, I'm losing. He won, he won the WWE title. Oh yeah, that's right. He because was uh, he wins the tournament, uh, a, a rigged ass tournament. Yeah, what? yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, yeah, he in a he, nine minute match, in a nine minute uh, title match, and, in a tournament title match. Yes, and, and he gets cashed in immediately it was on like, by Sheamus. It was like the opposite. It was like the exact opposite of WrestleMania four. Right. <laughs> All right. He gets cashed in on by Sheamus. Sheamus yeah. is the fucking champion. He cries. Yes, he cries. He cries. Uh, Roman tears. Retcon. We got to go back. He declared. And oh, that fucked things he up. He declared for the for the Royal Rumble, and then Daniel Bryan, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Okay, so Ro- Sheamus is a champion. We're finding out that the only person that can get Roman Reigns cheered 
is Sheamus. Invisible Man. Invisible Man, together. He punches it. Like he beats the hell out of, out of Triple H with a chair savagely. Uh, he punches he punches a 70-year-old man in the face. Uh, he beats up he, he beats up uh, Sheamus, who at that point in time literally had nothing going for him except they gave him the, the money in the, the bank because there was nobody else to give it to. So they said, fuck it, we'll cash it in. And then we had, and, uh, it's just a, just a clusterfuck. Terrible idea. Yeah, I think about it, bro. You could have legitimately, there is a legitimate reason to not have had Sheamus on WrestleMania this year at all. Like, in any type of match. There's, like, you could legitimately, like, he was a champion, he was a champion in January, and, and like, you could have been like, yeah, we're not giving you or anything. Or December. Well, he was. Right. He was in title matches in December. Oh, or sorry. January, so he was champion, me. yeah, so he was champion in December, and you could have been like, WrestleMania, four months later, yeah, you're not on the card. He could have been left off the card and been perfectly fine. Right. No one would have been uproar. Nobody. And so then he does Triple H thing. They realize he's, he's cheered, so they're like, "Hold on, we got to give him the belt now." They're they're finally cheering him, and yeah. then they do the big coronation on Raw, which goes well. He beats Sheamus, first title match, title change on Raw in like three years, four years, something like that. I think, think about that. They had to do they doing exceptional shit just for okay. Yep, 2016 Royal Rumble. The whole Royal Rumble match is built around him being in it. He's the champion. So, and they have to take him out for half the match. Yep. Because of this whole League of Nations thing. And he comes back in looking like, wow, that guy's a pussy. He just walked off. Like, and he loses the belt, doesn't get pinned, whatever. We know that. Oh, Lord. Um, he goes to Fastlane, essentially wins the Royal Rumble back at yep. Fastlane, yep. becoming the number one contender. People still aren't going for this shit. Nope. Triple H beats his ass down in the whole lead up to the feud, yep. telling him to do the suck it chant, everything. They take him off TV for weeks at a time while he gets his yep. nose fixed. And Did he even talk? No. Like, and it was just like, yeah, it's they're about to hand Roman Reigns the belt. And they handed Roman Reigns the belt, and it just was absolutely. And then we were dying for, for, for we were dying for AJ Styles to take the belt off him, even though they did all this kind of stuff to make him like he was a heel. Um, and they saved that for for for, uh, for Cena, but and then you get to where we are with the PD suspension, and there's that's and then here we are, like dude's a lost cause, cut bait. Like <laughs> he could be a number two baby face, or he could be a num, or he could be your number one heel. Which one do you want? Because number one babyface ain't cut, ain't doing it for him. It's not working. And basically by, by forcing... And they're about to try to make him a champion again. Like, by forcing him into that number one babyface spot, they are stunting the growth of everyone else. Yep. Like, this is help. This is ruined, um... This is ruined Seth Rollins. Yeah. Good thing Dean... I bet Dean Ambrose, like, wakes up and is like, Man, thank God I'm on SmackDown. Like, oh, I, I get to get man. away from this shit for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't. I don't think I have anything else to say. Like, this is Roman Reigns is a goddamn failure, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, like, he's so talented too. Yeah, like, I understand he's a great why. Wrestler. I understand why. Like, looking back, I understand why they felt that way. But like, they made it. Like, they were like, next time, don't be as subtle. Don't be as subtle as a gun. Like, you right. need, like use some discretion. Just... Like, don't put Daniel Bryan in the fucking Royal Rumble. Don't. Do not. Yeah. 
And uh, and it felt like they were like, you put them back in a room, everybody expects, wow, they're going to go back to telling, to finishing off the story that they were in the middle of telling. Even though, like, even though they never want to tell it, but they went along with it anyway, so people think, like, they want to finish telling it. They were like, like nope, nah. your time is up, my time is we're back. Technical difficulties. I was saying, uh, it, it, instead of you know the Daniel Bryan thing, it was like your time is up. My time is now. Yeah. But not John Cena. Yeah. And you know that they, they've reaped they've sold. That's their fault. It's on them. Yeah. Um, but that's gonna wrap up the One Nation Radio Awards. Now I'm depressed. Yeah. Like we went through talking about all the good stuff in the front end. Now we got to the back end, and I feel like all oh, just ugh. That, that's that, that's just the IWC. That's well, the essence. That's pretty much what this year is. All the deaths, and you know the you know yeah, a white nationalist administration, whatever. Big WWE tune great it, again. Tune it. Oh my god! <laughs> you want to tell people what I got you for Christmas? <sighs> sure. Okay. So, um, this, this prankster, jokester, uh, James Boyd, uh, got me a Make America Great Again hat. It yeah. has not been worn. It has not even been looked at. Why not? Um, Why you ain't gonna wear the hat? You know, I, um, I have other hats. Yeah, bro, that's, you know. I, that's, I have other hats. That's messed up, man. Like, you know, I, you know, I thought I... I thought I did something nice for you, and that's all. I appreciate you it. You know, I, I might have to donate it. You know, to like you know the goodwill or, or something, something like that. Like you know, someone less fortunate may need a hat. You know, you know, maybe I could draw a big X over it. You know, something like that. Like like a Malcolm X X. Like something like that. That will go over That maybe that's a good, maybe that's something I can do. Oh man. But, um, yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening to One Nation Radio uh, all of this year again. We're going to keep it rolling into 2017. Uh, we got the Wrestle Kingdom show coming up uh, January 4th. We're going to watch it uh, the following Sunday. So uh, that night. Good luck trying to avoid spoilers. On yeah, I, I'm going to try to avoid spoilers as much as I can. But it's like I got to stay off the Internet for three days, essentially. That's going to be Painful three to four days. Well, you gotta say, well, I mean, it might be easy because like wrestling's a lot more insulated. Like, uh-huh. It's not like you're trying to find like avoid the score of like a NBA game. The only thing is game. like people like posting pictures of dudes with belts if they won, uh, like different stuff off, like just that. Stay off the uh, just stay off the wrestling thread then. Yeah, that's, that's what I say. And then like stay the hell away from like F4W or cage side seats. Yep. Or your podcast, right? <laughs> or like your podcast, like any of your wrestling related podcast. You're like, I'm not even gonna look. I'm not even gonna look at it. Like nothing. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for listening to the show uh, for another year. Uh, it was another fun award show. Did you have fun this year, James, with this with this show? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is one of the this, you know this is probably like the, you know our, my favorite pod, podcast of the year. You yeah, know? a little bit long, but you know, hey, it's a special edition. So like, we had so many more awards. We might have to figure out like we might have to do like the Grammys or whatever else where they like yeah you know we just name these yeah like we we name these for like we just like. Release them. Put, put, put a blurb on the comment section like this. One, this one, what else won? Whatever. Like treat like how they used to treat like best rap video on the yes. VMA. Or best rock video on the VMA. They love to be like, yeah, best rock best rock album Grammy. Yeah, yeah. You, yep, you on hey, that side. But hey, get that shit on the red carpet. You ain't even gonna get no speech, bro. Here you go. Yep. Take this arcade fire. Get the fuck out of my <laughs> face. <laughs> they listen to love doing that, bro. But, uh, yeah, that's the show. Um, Thank you guys for voting um, in it, and we will see you in 2017. Later.
Peace.